Feeling good. Have you heard the George Rodriguez show? And you don't know Balaam from your ass. George Rodriguez. Oh, he's a not a pretty little cutie. What word did you say? Hey, Josh, how's it going? Where's that overhead at this morning? It's Monday, so we got to shake it down because, uh, like, the doors were open when I came in here this morning. Hey, there you go. How are we doing now? A <laughs> <All right. laughs> little better. We're, we're at 7 with the overhead there. I mean, Lord knows what they have us set on in the control room. We'll, uh... We're at 6 now, so okay. you know, somebody be fooling with us a little bit. You know. Yeah, you can put it at 7. Okay. It's all right. Oh, hello. Sorry. <laughs> Just test it. Gotta get comfortable well, here. Uh, you know, I thought I thought I knew uh, what I wanted to talk about when I sat down here, and then uh, you know, then I went and checked my Yahoo. I forgot all about Rasputin's penis. Yeah. <laughs> or I would have I would have started out. No, it's not as exciting. I emailed you the picture. It's not as exciting as that picture that the Beast showed us this morning to ruin our week. Yeah. And it, and it was week worthy. Like it's that's ruined my week. My stomach's still I'm tired. From that. For life, we will not be putting that picture on the website, the beast picture, but I did email the picture of Rasputin's penis to Eric. I got into an argument over Rasputin's penis over the weekend. <laughs> How often does that happen to you? I ask. 
that this because this is my life, and you know, I had all this stuff uh, written down to talk about. You know, my my wonderful experience at the Mac Center. Yeah, yeah, you heard it right, right? Because and I even brought the demo models in here just to make Josh mutually jealous. With Making me jealous? Yeah, you've sleek, slick crap over at the Mac Center. They're a new sponsor. We'll be talking about them at length because I'm all giddy about new toys. So I was distracted by that all weekend long. Did find time to go to a Cuban birthday party, which is like, which is like a a, a mafia wedding. If you, for a three-year-old, and and now our kid is going to be three on her next birthday, the toddler. I can't live up to that event that I was at. We go Do to the place, party palace or the party center or something like oh. that down down on uh, in in uh, in Cuba in uh, Miami. I mean, in uh, off the Palmetto, right? And it's in one of these warehouse uh, things where you loop around and you go to the back and you think it's one of these warehouse stalls. Here, I'm I'm picturing a big room. Just a big room with uh, some tables and stuff like that. Now, I've gone to Cuban Kitty birthday parties before I knew what to expect. I'm, I'm talking to one of my friends on the way there, and it's like, yeah, there's probably going to be a bounce house and a clown and all this. Dude, not this place didn't just have a bounce house. The full bar, I mean, yeah, hard liquor for, for the adults, pool table, uh, two domino tables that I mentioned that was in, you know, Latin, Latin America, right. Bill, right? Yeah. Uh, a full arcade with the stand-up games. The Galaga was out of order, so I was kind of horked off about that. Foosball, air hockey, the basket shooting game. Wow. Everything. And that's just for the adults. Then the kitty section had a climbing wall, bounce house, uh, several, like, it had all these chambers. Like, it was the, it was the entire warehouse area. It didn't just have one entrance. It, I mean, it did just have one entrance, but it was all of the warehouses. Once you got inside, they had taken over... The entire sprawl. So there were all these different rooms, and each room was a different center of fun. Not to mention the big ballroom. And, and of course, I'm talking to the friend afterwards, and he goes, were you right? Was there a clown? I said, a clown? Was there a clown? There was a, a staff of clowns. A, there were specialty clowns. There was the face-painting balloon-tying clown over in the corner. Then there was the performance magic duel clown. And four costume Disney characters. So six performance uh, members, not counting the kitty music DJ. Wow. Yeah. Right. And then of course all the little Cuban kids are dressed like, like with matching wedding gear. Like the little boys are in tuxes and the girls are in matching stuff. And we're there dressed like you know white trash that we are. Man, I'm wearing my shorts. <laughs> I didn't have any clean <laughs> socks. Birthday party. Yeah, I didn't have any clean socks. Started wearing tuxes at birthdays. Sports sandals. This is this is Cuban life. And my wife's like, we can't measure up to this. Are these people rich? It's like, no, no. The guy. It's my, it's my cousin's wife's brother's kids party. All right, and and the guy's a cop, so it's not like he's rich. And I'm looking at this place and thinking we have no excuse. I mean, that's a damn big. We're gonna event have to. It's a, a huge event, party. but that's and that's typical. That's freaking. T- all right, maybe this was an extreme version, but typical would be bounce house clown, all this stuff. I can't measure up to that. I'm so inadequate. We're gonna have to leave town or something. Oh, we're taking her to Disney World for her birthday. That's a. If we took her to France, it would be cheaper than what these people must have blown. They could have bought a pony for the kid for what they must have blown. But that has nothing to do with Rasputin's penis. We <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> I don't know how to segue. How do you segue into Rasputin's penis? It's all over. It's one of those, you know how you have on the column on your Yahoo, all of the uh, the most frequently viewed, most frequently yeah. emailed. You have that stuff set up, and then bam, right there is yeah. Rasputin's Coming at you. 11-inch well, it's not. See, that was the argument because apparently the little story is Rasputin's 11-inch penis is on display and making the rounds. <laughs> you just 
<laughs> you know the story about Rasputin that they had to shoot him like a mill. They shot him, they stabbed him, they poisoned him, they threw him off a cliff, they ran over him with a tank, and then he noticed that they were trying to kill him. <laughs> and then he got mad. Rasputin was a monster, apparently. Well, just take a look. You'll see. I emailed you the picture. You're going to have it. We're going to put it up. It's it's in the jar. <laughs> and it's on tour. And apparently Rasputin liked to uh, air it out in public, apparently. He would go to public places and uh, and introduce his penis to people. It's like, have you met my penis? Look, yeah. you'll be talking about Except it after the party. Birds. Trust me. You think you don't want to see it, but wait. Just wait till you see it. You know, it would hit the table. It would hit the floor. So we had an argument about it, the wife and I, because the story says an 11 inch is 11 inches, and then you look at the picture, and it's like, obviously, when they removed it, they took a whole bunch of surrounding meat. Like, they took the whole package. They reached all the way in there and, and grabbed it. got the full effect? They got the everything there, and I'm like, all right, honey, look, you know, the story is mentioning 11 inches, but the actual, pe- like, why am I arguing over this? All right, I can't measure up to Rasputin. You know, me and my one-inch acorn cap. I can't measure up to Rasputin. It's not because the wife's immediately, <laughs> like, she didn't actually say that I was jealous, but that's the accusation. You're nitpicking over some inches because you're not hung like a horse like Rasputin was. Levity, I, like, <laughs> I'm not jealous of Rasputin, honey. I don't think you're going to leave me for Rasputin's penis in a jar. It's a baby's but, arm. But by the way, yeah, with an apple, holding an apple. <laughs> I said, but please, by all means, leave me for Rasputin's penis. <laughs> Go ahead, divorce me, and marry Rasputin's penis in a jar there, soaking for uh, formaldehyde. She goes, even with shrinkage, it's 11 inches long. I said, well, it's soaking in a jar of, uh, of formaldehyde, so it's not shrunk. It's, it's very, if anything, it's swollen with, with moisture. Right. Like waterlogged or, or moisture logged or something else. Like, and, and this sounds like I'm nitpicking over the, the fact that they measured it at 11 inches. And I was like, if you look at it, because the woman's head is right next to it. There's a woman's head right next to it. <laughs> Getting a real close look. Open up your freaking mail so that you know what I'm talking about. Should we put, should we put Rasputin on this pole? <laughs> or maybe just Rasputin's pole on the pole. It was an action star. The new poll is going to be, what's your favorite action here? I'm all over the place because I, I, I did break down and go see Chronicles of Riddick. The review will be upcoming. It's a short review. It, didn't, it only sucked medium. And we got the old poll. The Reagan... <laughs> I better be careful how I talk about polls. The old poll, the Reagan poll. We'll read that after the break. But in the meantime, you can start thinking about your favorite action star. Now, we're going to get all kinds of crazy answers, and we'll, we'll muddle through this because I, I know that we have an argument ahead of us when we talk about action star. And there's a reason I'm saying action star and not action actor. Can you imagine what that is? Some of the action stars are not actors and don't qualify as actors. But they make action movies, so they're action stars, and that's what we're going to talk about. Because uh, we got kind of got into it a little bit on Friday as far as what constitutes a good action hero, action star, and, and, and whatnot. And Vin is not. Sorry. Even though it wasn't, well, it wasn't entirely his fault, this movie. No. Well, he was a co-producer as, he were, as we were leaving. The daughter spotted that he's one of the co-producers, so I wasn't going to blame him for the script, which was the big problem with this movie. Uh, but then he's a co-producer, so he could have said, hey, that's a stupid line. He could have said that, but he didn't. Instead, he chose to actually say the line on screen. And there were many, many stupid lines to choose from, and many stupid things that any, any one of us, any goober off the street could have said, hey, that's a stupid line, or that's a stupid idea. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't have the, 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 the gunners that are supposed to be shooting at the bad guy hanging outside of the spaceship 
from harnesses? Who, what? <laughs> yeah. You're, th- you're thinking I'm making this up, aren't you? No. That was in the first scene of the movie. Here comes the bounty hunter spaceship chasing him, chasing Riddick down across the frozen waste, right? The people that are supposed to be shooting at him, the gunners, they're hanging on each side of the ship from harnesses. And then, by the way, it's really, really cold outside. Yeah. So they're hanging on the outside of the ship from harnesses. Yeah, they're hanging. They're swinging in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I turn to my friend, I'm like, well, now why Why would they have that? At which point Riddick jumps up and cuts the harness off. Oh, so he can do that. Yeah, okay, I see. Like and, and it was, uh, yeah, it was like that. It was like that all the way through. 10.13 on 5.60 QAM. Great, my baby. When I was hung like a goy, oh, like a goy, my buddy called my name. She said for a Hebrew, you've got to look for Jews. She called the circumcised more. He grabbed my tube and gave a blade a swing. And then he cut me. He cut me. I used to be real manly, but now I'm home like a gnat. I was bigger than that until the rabbi cut me. Try to find a Jew that's hung. Girls and girls, the only one. Because if you're Hebrew, he can't be hung if you're Jew. I'm my Bodhisattva. My religious mule. And the rabbi cut me. He cut me. I beg you, please don't cut me. Don't want to be home like a net. Help me try to grow with that. Take your hand and rub me On 560QAM, that's a song Boca Brian wrote about uh, me. Well, I'm not Jewish, but I want to be, except for that whole circumcision scenario thing. I still got me a little bit scared. Yeah, that's tough. So they get, you know, if, I, uh, if they could put me under, you know, with like some nitrous or something, it wouldn't be so bad. Now, they do give the babies wine. I would need a lot, a lot of wine. I'm sure you could work that out, them hooking you up with a little nitrous or something. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Maybe I'll just I'll bring I'll bring a bottle of Jack and and, and a be six, like just bring the night. I got a pack of uh, uh, Ready Whip of uh, what is it? Yeah, Ready Whip in the can. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and take whippets yeah. while they clip it. So the wife. Well, let me take before I get into the argument that the wife and I had about Rasputin's penis. <laughs> and by the way, I just saw yeah. that. Thing yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. And, and the wife is saying, "You're just jealous because Rasputin's still getting more action than you are." <laughs> She's right, of course. But that's, I'm not jealous of Rasputin's dismembered member. <sighs> 
It is. Rasputin's penis is still, in, in death, more popular than mine is in, in life. Nobody's lining up to see mine, <laughs> even though it still works, <laughs> which it does. It's small, but it works. It's like, uh, it's like the iPod. It's like, I'm going to work that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it's kind of like a pod. Let me get rid of uh, this old poll, the Reagan poll, which uh, 2,029 votes. Everybody was all hot and heavy to have their voices heard on the Reagan poll. What will you remember most about Ronald Reagan? And I, I get home, and, and, and the teen daughter's like, well, she had Josh's answer. She goes, uh, that funeral or that Genesis video, that's not on there, is it? <laughs> and I said, oh, as a matter of fact, honey, it is. By popular demand, people kept insisting that we put it on there. It didn't do so bad. So 420 is how many the Iran-Contra scandal got. I just thought I'd read that real quick before it changed. Out of 2,031 so far, they're still voting on it. The Iran-Contra scandal won big time. Well, that got second place with 263. Winning the Cold War, 213. We don't want to go into it. Let's, let's just give that one to him. Sure. sure, he bankrupted them with our money. Sure, he didn't have to do it. They were on the verge of giving it up anyway. But, ah, whatever. Well, some of the people. Eh, let's, let's give him something besides his hair and the dippity-doo and all that stuff. Winning the Cold War, 213. Reaganomics, 206. That's the supply side voodoo economics that we all know and hate so well. Ignoring AIDS, 104. Catch-up is a vegetable, 92. Tax cuts for the rich, 83. Jelly beans, 80. 65 each for the six for the assassination attempt, and uh, he was America's cheerleader, also got 65. 63 for his hair, Land of Confusion video, 45, told you it did well. Strike Breaking, 41, also his funeral, 41. Funding evildoers of all kinds, 37. And that includes the evildoers that El Presidente currently talks about. Osama, Saddam, got all their gear from us, thanks to Ronnie. Taking credit for the hostage release, 35. SDR, Strategic Defense Initiative, a.k.a. Star Wars, 29. Also 29 for closing down the mental institutions. 21 for napping through meetings. 19 for saving the savings and loan scandal. Not for saving the savings and loan scandal, but for uh, helping to create it. Him and his buddies. Visiting dead Nazis, 18. 17 each for blowing up the school teacher and his acting. Got 17. Way down at the bottom. Bombing Libya, 16. And 12 for being in bed with Margaret Thatcher. We got 12 Brits who uh, even remember what that whole thing was all about. Or maybe they remember it from the Genesis video, because they had that in the Genesis video. Now, because we were talking about it a little bit on Friday, and because Neil will never do this poll, and because I uh, I can't say I had the misfortune, I'm very neutral. You know what? It was exactly what I expected, the Chronicles of Riddick. We got the review from, uh, I forget who uh, who it was that sent in the review, saw some uh, sneak preview of it on Friday, and yeah, it was right on. It was like a commercial for Vin Diesel. But that's not what an action movie should be, at least in my humble opinion. It shouldn't be a showcase of this guy, whoever the star is. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. Like I Star do. Wars wasn't a showcase of Luke. He was just there, or Han Solo. They were all there doing their respective things. See, we could put Harrison Ford on there. Let's, okay. go, let's add Harrison Ford on there. He's done, uh, you know, the Indiana Jones and whatnot. And you know what? He did those well. And, and my point about the action heroes is it doesn't have to be a little dweeby guy, because people are going to accuse me of that. It's like, oh, you don't like action heroes that are big and muscular. That's not true. Arnold is a very convincing action hero. He's got, he's got charisma. Obviously, he won that election with no qualifications whatsoever. None! He won that just for being smiling. Seriously, they were voting for his... I'm the dominator. I grow up. And, and they didn't care because he smiles, even with his speech defect. Right. He smiles like, for example, because I was thinking about this over the weekend, because I thought, man, I, 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 don't, I can't explain 
what a good action hero is. I know what it's not, but I don't know what it is. I know that Arnold in the first Conan movie was a convincing action hero guy, action star. And you know what? What he didn't do at any point during that movie, he didn't talk about how good he was. And I'm thinking, there's an element. That's important, I think. Because in, in Chronicles of Riddick, he's always reminding you what a badass he is. And everybody around him is reminding you what a badass he is. And I'm like, okay, fine. How about this? How about just have him do some badass things and that'll convince me? You don't have to keep telling me. Yeah, don't tell don't, you how good he is. telegraphing. And, and especially when the action hero himself is talking about, you know, flexing his own muscles. I am a badass. Like the bounty hunters. Your first mistake was you only came after me with four. Oh, oh, hit me with another brick. Oh, doesn't that make you want to puke? When they do things like that, you know, it's just, you don't have to brag when you're good, right? <laughs> right. Like Arnold, in the first Conan, he was, like, confused all the way through the movie. People kept coming at him. To, you know, that was their, you know, bad move on your part. Don't come at Conan. Didn't you read the books? Yeah. And, you know, because I read the, 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 the big comic books. My brother used to collect the big comic books, the one that died. Mm-hmm. The, the big, they were just, like, black and white pen and ink. Mm-hmm. But Conan never told anybody that he was a badass. It was plain to see. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody, and like Steve McQueen in, uh, in The Hunter, he was an old guy, bounty hunter. He was a badass, was he not? He was a badass driver. He didn't take any crap. He didn't shrink from anything. But he never told anybody he was a badass. So we got a partial list. The poll is going to be, who's your favorite action star? Don't want a list. We're f- your favorite. Your favorite. Go look that up in the Favorite dictionary. one. Your favorite one action star. We're not looking for an excuse for you to call and say a name. We're not impressed by how many action stars' names you can name. Great, wonderful. Ooh. Just if you have a favorite, you can, uh, you can put them on the list. We have some so far. We just put some down there, some staples. What do we have? I even forgot. I didn't write these down. I gave them to you. We put Arnold and Mel. Yeah, we did. We got Vinny Diesel, Chuck Norris, Jackie Chan. Right. Uh, I just put Harrison Ford. Should we put I- Bruce on there? We Bruce can do Lee. Bruce Lee. All right, let's do I Bruce. I also put Steven Seagal. Because we thought, we're going to get into an argument now. Is a martial arts star and action hero? Yeah, sure, fine. But here's what we're not going to do. Now, I could name off a bunch of obscure-sounding Japs. They won't get three votes, except for the people that know their name, like like Sho Kasugi. Do you even know who that is? I don't. All right, see? He's made a million of them. And uh, Toshiro Mifuni. You know, yeah, they're great. All right? I'm sure. And, and just because they made an action movie, that doesn't automatically make, or does it? See, we could argue about this. Let's, hopefully we won't spend as much time arguing about what qualifies as an action star as uh, the wife and I spent on Rasputin's penis. And I never did even get into that, <laughs> what the nature of the argument was all about. Nitpicking over, over inches, over a dead guy's schlong's inches. You'd think that if, since Rasputin was such a badass, right, since he was so incredible in oh so many ways, did you see any of the Rasputin movies? I don't believe so. Well, they're... There's one that's 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 good that gets right into Rasputin and what was uh, what he was all about. You don't actually see his penis in the movie, but you don't have to now. You can yeah, see it's, it's the a, real deal. It's there for everyone to see. You could club people to death with that. <laughs> so we will argue on the air as the names come in over what you know if if someone qualifies as. We'll kill a lot of time with because it's Monday. School's out. Right. It's hot. It's hot. Nobody wants to do anything. So we'll just, we'll just kill time arguing over, you know, action stars, dead Russian penises, uh, you name it, whatever you got. 1028 on 560 WQAM.
I've never had one, I swear. Newsflash. Due to recent news of experimental penis transplants taking place in France, there has been a sudden rash of penis thefts all across America. Small endowed men everywhere are turning to the wrong side of the law in hopes of finding renegade French doctors to extend their manhoods. If you're a long-donged man, be careful and take every precaution you can. Lock your doors and your drawers. Even padlock your penis to your hip if possible. You might even want to monogram it, just in case. Any individual caught at French or American customs with a stolen penis will be sent to a fully gay prison for life. Once again, penis theft is on the rise. Take necessary precautions or you could be next. Okay, I don't think uh, it'll be happening to me. 28 till 11 on 560 WQA. And by the way, do we care that uh, there's uh, the second car bombing in as many days in Baghdad and 14 people are dead, including American soldiers? And uh, do we care? Anyway? What else is new? Yeah, exactly. Gornish Halfen and Manashtana Khalala Haze. That's nothing dirty. There. I'm just practicing for um, for my conversion. Thought I had to dump you there. <laughs> now, see, you notice that uh, Rasputin is uncut there. Yeah. In case, uh, in case that that slipped by you. Uh, so I'm thinking, for my conversion, maybe I could borrow Rasputin's penis. Like you know, like when you take a drug test, you know, sometimes yeah. you could take a vial and you keep the vial in your pants so that it stays warm. Yeah. And use somebody else's urine. I wonder if I could pass off somebody else. No, they'll know that isn't mine. Yeah. It's like first of all, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> really cold and old. It's kind of uh, what color would you say that is now? Kind of a. It's kind of, kind uh, of a purple. Yeah. Kind of a blacky, blackish purple. Yeah, it's uh, dark. Now, see, well, the argument that I had, the argument came down to this. The story mentions that it's 11 inches long. But when you look at the jar, and is that Charlize Theron looking into the jar there? <laughs> Tell me it's not. Take a look. Take another look at the picture. Go open it back up. Take a good look at the face of the chick that just riveted <laughs> onto, that, onto that jar. Just really, uh, she's she's measuring it. She's uh, scoping it up. You better leave it open. As a matter of fact, that picture would make a wonderful wallpaper <laughs> for your mom. <laughs> Sorry, I better I better stay away from your mom for a while. Your brother doesn't understand that whole thing, does he? <laughs> he keeps every yeah. time I mention that. Every time he turns it on, he's what did you talk about, mom? She asked for it. That's what your dad said. So look at the look at the that is uh, her twin sister, dude. If that's not Charlize Theron, then then Rasputin was Jewish. I swear to God. <laughs> and she seems to be really uh, like appreciating she's it, studying, like studying it. Like, hmm, I didn't know they could get that big. Yeah. And she's looking at it and thinking, now that I know that they can get that big, what what am I doing dating these guys? Rasputin was a maniac. Now you know the source of his power, like Samson had his hair. There it is. Is there any question when you look at that, where Rasputin got his magical, death-defying powers? Not at all. It's like a penis that huge, you can't kill the <laughs> thing that's carrying it around. For it to have a penis that huge, you have to be some kind of a monster, yes. like an alien. See, that's it. Maybe that's it. That's why they couldn't kill Rasputin. He has two hearts. <laughs> and his penis looks like that. Oh, you know what? That's funny. Because one of the guys that uh, that played Rasputin in, in one of the many movies, the best one, is Tom Baker, who played one of the uh, the Doctor Whos. Oh, Doctor right. Who really blew. I, I really tried to like Doctor Who. And uh, it, it blew. But Tom Baker was the first one that I ever saw, the one that wore the scarf right. and had the big nose. He played Rasputin and did a really, really good job in one of the um, Rasputin. I think it was called Rasputin. I have no idea. But uh, he was a big guy. 
And so here's the argument that we had. I'm saying that when they reported that on the story, they're measuring the contents of the jar, everything, including the meat that they took with it when they carved it off of him. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. That was my point. Looking at the picture, using the, let's say it's Charlize Theron's head, using Charlize Theron's head for scale there, not allowing for the magnification effect of the jar, I'm saying that they measured the whole thing, and that's what they're saying is 11 inches. I'm saying that the actual penis part of what is in that jar is maybe nine inches. Yeah. That's, that was my point. I, and I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I'll also say that obviously it's, uh, it's not at its full potential, probably. Right. And, so. and I even said so. I even said so to the wife. Obviously, that's flies as you go. Now, now that's, that's shrunk. And I said it's, it's soaking in liquid. It's not shrunk. It's whatever it is when it's normal, natural. Yeah, but at that, at right. that that's where it is now, I, I would agree with you. Right. Yeah. Now, it's yes, the whole granted. package. Rasputin at attention. Literally. <laughs> right. Sound a horn before you come about. Old, uh, what was his first name? Those Russians. Vladimir Vlivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivolivoliv
Uh, he's the same character in every movie. Yeah, except for Boiler Room, which was the argument that I had with um, with somebody the other day. I might have been on the air. Is I thought he he's not a bad actor, Vin Diesel. And when he was in Boiler Room as just a, a human person, I thought he was a, a good character and a good actor. And then he starts making these action movies, and he just he's melodramatic in his performance of an action star. And he actually, uh, he actually gave up on the the, the Triple X franchise and uh, good. And the uh, Fast and Furious franchise to do this movie, and on the story of Rasputin, I remember the story reading a story like a like about ten fifteen years ago. There was a porn star, male, yeah. that his his thing was so large that when it got you know he it was so yeah. much blood going to it that he would pass out. Okay, do you think that happened to Rasputin? No. Okay, no, sorry. you got to hear the stories about Rasputin. Rasputin could go all day, all night while drinking. That's kind of right? cool. He would have like 20 women at, and 20 bottles of vodka all in one sitting. So the drinking rules didn't apply to him. He was a maniac. You gotta, I got to find out the name of that movie with uh, with Tom Baker. That was the best Rasputin movie I saw. Okay, George, take care. It was all about Rasputin. He was a character, a, a, a crazy person, a maniac. You know, anybody that says that they talk to God and that God talks back to him, President Bush, uh, you know, is a crazy person and a maniac. I wonder what he's packing. QAM, hello. Hey, George. How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? All right. Good. Yeah, I got one for your poll. All right. Uh, my favorite action hero, I would have to say, would be Bruce Willis. All right. He qualifies. Yeah, and I think qualifies. Uh, and and you know what? Because I don't really like Bruce Willis, but he's another one that when he plays an action movie, he's not spending every other word talking about how tough he is. Right. And and things just happen to him, you know. I think uh, the first Die Hard is one of the best action movies I, ever. I, I will not argue with you. I will not yeah. argue with that. That was I was not expecting that movie to be as good as it was. No, me neither. But uh, he he really uh, proved himself. I saw in that movie, and he's done some good ones since. All right. No argument. Thank you, sir. All right, take it easy. I, w- I mean, I never liked him. I never liked him from Moonlighting. He bugged me. He was on my list of people who bugged me. I was pleasantly surprised by uh, by that first Die Hard. Or as I call it, the never-ending movie. You know, <laughs> I was surprised. Like, the first Die Hard was great. That's when I was growing up. Like, I thought the third one was really good. Yeah. That's usually not, like, I was sure. like, oh, the third, you know, sequel. It's hard to... Oh, you know who we have to put on here just to see how few votes he gets, and he better not get a lot. Who's that? Here, I'll give you a hit. Whoa. Whoa. All right, more another hit. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, well, he's an action star. He's an action star, yeah. is he not? He's made several. Hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he has. Right. I put him on there. I want to see how many. Let, let's nobody vote. Don't vote for him. I just want to put him on there to see if we can go till tomorrow and have nobody vote for Keanu. I didn't mind him as, like, was he Ted or Bill? In Bill and Ted, because that's him. Yeah, it pretty much is. Movie. That was his opening. Oh, dude! Like I totally can't believe they put me in this movie. Whoa! <laughs> why? Why did they? And well, I mean, that's not as incredible as the fact that they put him in Val. Uh, which one was it? Dangerous Liaisons. Wasn't he in that? Yeah. Is that him? Like, like I, I just remember when the Matrix. I, I, the first preview I saw of the Matrix, I was really excited for the idea, but I was just like, yeah, the idea, yeah, yeah. So they couldn't yeah. get anybody else better. And I had to. I had to console myself with this thought. They had to find a guy that was going to look confused all the way through the movie, and immediately the producers went, "Keanu, that's it. We yeah, got it. we, we got to right look a guy that looks like he doesn't know where he is or what's going on for two hours. There he is. <laughs> that's <laughs> our man. That guy. Hey, Ken, are you busy? 17 till 11 on 560 WQAM. 
Take it up your ass. Hi, okay. this is Kimberly Plummer, KABC News, with a one-on-one interview with gubernatorial hopeful Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I apologize. What do you apologize for? I'm not following you. For everything, Kimberly Plummer, KABC News. I'm sorry to the people of California. For what? Those bad movies you make? No. Although, if you don't like them, I'm sorry, Kimberly Plummer, KABC News. For I'm sorry for this. Oh, you just touched my boobies. That was a demonstration, Kimberly Plummer. I'm uh, well, sorry. Well, don't do your demonstrations on me, Mr. Schwarzenegger. I am here for a serious interview with you. I apologize. You're very whiny. Go ahead with your questions. Well, you're very touchy-feely. I apologize. <gasps> Excuse me, but did you just touch my Ass. That was a demonstration, Kimberly Palmer, KBC News. That's why I want to apologize to the people of California. And I believe you should. I'm sorry. I see you have a problem with women. I don't have a problem with women. I like to touch them. Excuse me, but we are not an object. May I see your anteater? My what? Your anteater. May I see it? I don't think I have an anteater. You have an anteater. It's right here. <gasps> That's your anteater. I can't believe you just put your hand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, do it again. Yeah, good for you, Kimberly Plum. You want me now, don't you? You're a her. Let us have your hand either. Oh. I'm sorry. I apologize. You are disgusting. I want to be the governor. Here, pull my lever. Vote for me. Ew. Why is it purple? I eat grapes. I'm a grape eater. Pull my lever. Is it behind the beaded curtain? Eric said that the uh, the penis is up. Okay. <laughs> but I can't find it. <laughs> Could you help I me, guys? I was waiting for you. I'm going to be that one. <laughs> help me find Rasputin's penis. <laughs> it shouldn't be hard. To find something that big. <laughs> Come on, we can get through this. It's your fault. Josh is one of these people that You're laughs. You're the one that Oh! Josh is one of these people that actually laughs at things, and of course, it's contagious. I, I guess the penis is behind the beaded curtain. <laughs> look, for, look for the ruffle in the curtain. Where the hell is it? God, Eric... So we have, um, speaking of the beaded curtain, we have three Britney pictures, and, and the reason, I, I had to explain, it's a Brit nip slip, but they're not like, you know, great, they're good pictures, but it's not the best nip slip in the world, but there are three views, three different angles, so we put all three of them on there so that you can, uh, yeah, you, you know what I mean? These all. Right, because we're not going to, we're not going to dole these pictures out little by little, because, there is no one of them that is a definitive full-on. So you get a little bit of that one, and a little bit of Ariola there, and a little bit more there, and besides, they just happen to be good pictures of Brittany, right? Yeah. And in the meantime, all right, there it is, behind the beaded curtain. And I swear to God, that's Charlize. Tell me it ain't. Look at that. Boy! You know what? They should have this, instead of this chick just leaning into the jar right there, she should be holding a ruler right next to it, so that we can... um, Measure measure it up. Oh, you might have to refresh. Oh, there it is. No, I see it, Eric. Thank you very much. So go go to neilrogers.com, vote on the poll, and then go behind the beaded curtain and uh, check out that poll. It, it's a good thing it's on a dead guy, you know? Yeah. 
Because otherwise, how would you know? We we'd have no chance, no luck. QAM, hello. Hello. Turn that radio off. God, what an awful voice. Hey, pick up the phone. Yeah. Too late. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, uh, I got a religious fast personal question for you. Okay. Why is it that women feel the need? Well, if, I don't know if your wife is religious, but why do they no. feel the need? To, Thank uh, God. Feel the need to uh, be told that you love them in order to know that from you, but they feel the need to pray to God as if God don't know what you're going to say. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll tell they'll tell God something. No, but, I know. Well, it's not just the the whole thing that you bring up with God ain't, ain't just women. If God knows all and you love right, God, but why if, do you if, have to? And the why do you have to pray? Is, if, God doesn't want you to tell him that you love him because he knows your feelings already. But you know who wants to hear that? God's pimps. Why do you have to pray if he knows what you're going to say is what I'm trying to say. You you don't. So that's why I don't pray anymore. But right. women, on the other hand, they need you to tell them you love them in order to... Yeah, yeah they want to hear that. They, they Women need constant reaffirmation about your feelings towards them. Not that they're going to return the favor at any point, mind you. But you have to not just tell them, but show them that you love them continuously. So now, that whole, doesn't carry over to the next day or even to the next hour. So the whole religious thing is what I'm, what I'm telling you is kind of like bogus. You know, you got to pray, and if you mess up, you got to pray, man. No, God know. doesn't want you to do that, but God's pimps do. The clergymen, these right. fake representatives, they like you to... That's what ritual is all about. You think God wants you to, you know, uh, step one, carry the two, do si promenade around the church, stations of the cross, and do all these um, meaningless actions. God doesn't want you to do any meaningless actions. Hello. I think the, I think the wife got him. I think the wife grabbed yeah, the phone. She out. caught him right in the middle. Right. QAM. Hello. We can still be adding to this poll, Action Star poll, and and arguing about what constitutes one a good one, a non one. QAM. It's you. Hey guy. Hey. hey uh, how, how do I get to that Neil Rogers website? How do you spell Neil, that? NeilRogers.com. N e i l r o g e r s. No D. Spell that Rogers again. R o g e r s. NeilRogers.com. Now you go behind the beaded curtain. You got some good pictures of Brittany, and then uh, you just keep going down, and uh, you'll find Rasputin, the best part of him. Tony, you're doing a great job, man. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much. By the way, Don, uh, a self-proclaimed psychotherapist, according to his letterhead, I'm not going to say your last name, Don. Don, Neil doesn't have value in your thoughts, coherent or otherwise. I saw page one of five coming through, and here's the cover letter. Four more pages of ramblings from Don, a, a supposed psychotherapist. Don, you need psychotherapy. Neil isn't here, first of all, Don. And if he was here, he still wouldn't see your facts because it's uh, the rantings of a lunatic. Go get yourself some help. Physician, heal thy own damn self. QAM, hello. Hey. Hey, how are you? Hi. Hi. Can I talk to George? You are. Oh. You're doing it now. Cool. It's just us. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting you to pick up the phone directly. I surprise people all the time. A uh, couple of uh, action... Uh, uh, no, no, actors. your favorite. Your favorite. I don't, I don't know how many you can name. I could name 20. What's your favorite? The, the favorite. Oh, your my God. favorite. Charles Bronson. He's on there, man. You son of a bitch. Okay. And man. I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. He's before, a before it was He's fashionable. And here's another guy who could convey badassness without trying to. He didn't have to try because he really was. Right, exactly. That that was my point. I couldn't I couldn't find the words on Friday. It's like I don't know what it is, but I know what it ain't. 
Well, let's put it this way. I, he, to me, he's one of the guys that was a genuinely tough guy. Right. At least, you know, well, he was an actor. Let's just face it. I don't know how tough he was in real life, but as an actor, he he made you feel like this was a tough guy. Without without he didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to do anything. You just felt it. Did you ever, did you ever see that movie Hard Times? All of them, yeah. I mean, that's you know. <laughs> I, I've seen was, all the Charles Bronson movies. He's one of my favorites. That was that's the epitome of a, of, a, of, a, of an action figure, right. of an action hero. Mister Majestic, all of the Death Wish movies, all of them. What was the one with uh, uh, Jan Michael Vincent, that did, the mechanic? I oh, saw I that in I the theater. It. My cousin took me to that. That was great. I didn't see that one. Oh, it's good. They're all good. All right. All right. Thanks. Take it easy. Yeah, we're getting to it. See, you know what I mean. And like Vin, we'll hold him as an example of, okay, he's got muscles. And he's got, <coughs> he's got the really, I can't even get as deep as he does. His is really deep, deep voice. That That ain't it. You know what I mean? I mean, and notice we're not going to put Darth Vader on here or any of the people that played Darth Vader. He wasn't an action star. He was a, a character. Right. Three different people went into making that character. A big suit. But see, he was scary. He had a scary voice and a scary suit, but he wasn't the action star. You know, Luke was. And, and to an extent, so we can put some chicks on here. Hey, let's put Sigourney Weaver on here just to, get okay. the, uh, just to break the ice on the chicks there. That was the first. She wasn't the only one, but that was the first one that I can remember, like, jumping Angelina. right out at me. Right, and all the aliens. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Let's put her on there, too. We got a lot. Not, like, we could put all the Charlie's Angels on there, but I don't think. If somebody wants to say that for their vote, we'll let them say it. How's that? QAM, hello. Funk, QAM, hello. Hey, George. Hey, Colin. How are you? All right. George, wouldn't it be a better question to say, like, who's the biggest action no. star? No. We could argue that. The biggest? No, no. Who's your favorite? Man. I want your opinion. I mean, because I could give you a lame excuse like Dolph Lundgren. He's made a bunch of movies, but... Yeah, he has. No, but see, we're not talking about the biggest. See, you just made my point exactly. I want to know your favorite. I don't want to know who's made a bunch of movies. I know who's made a bunch of movies. I know, and I know who are popular. I don't want to know popular. I don't want to know who's got the most work, who's made the most. I want to know your favorite. You watch action movies, don't you? Yeah, I would. Right? Who's I'll your favorite? Say, I'll have to say Schwarzenegger. All right. He's on there, and he's doing well. I think he's the champ, hands down, man. He's in, he's in third. Uh, no argument with me. I, I, mean, I don't like the man personally. I don't like his politics. I don't like what he stands for. But you can't deny that he plays a convincing action star hero. Exactly. Guy. And Whatever. he plays some even he the character, plays like, more... Right. The, even the Terminator, he wasn't the hero. Right. At least, first, at least yeah. not in the first one, but still. And, and again, here's another perfect example. He barely said anything. Yeah, he barely exactly. said anything at all. And what he did was just like these cute little lines. And you know that's what they were going for when they did this uh, Riddick stuff. They had these lines that they thought they were cute, but they were lame. They made you double over in pain. You should he was the guy that started those, those little quick lines. Like Everybody that. tried to copy him. Actually, it was Dirty Harry. I think he was the first one with the one-liners. Yeah, could be. Could and be. why isn't Clint on this poll, I ask you? Yeah. All right. Unforgiven. Take it easy. 3 till 11 on 560. WQAM. M. 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 D12. 60. WQAM is proud to present the Senior Golfing Tour with Ben Hogan. Four hours of golf. For those of you who have no personality, no sense of humor, really don't care about your life, except for golf. Ben Hogan is now approaching the hole. Yes, he wore his green plaid pants. He's bending over. And look at that stain on the back of his pants. Yes. Well, it could be a result from being a, 
a POW back in World War II. I think he was a colonel. <laughs> okay, he's putting the nine iron back into his bag and pulling out a bran muffin. Is that a bran muffin? Yes, I believe it looks so. like a bran muffin. Mm-hmm. He's getting back into the hole and closing the coffin door. I thought he was dead already. That's difficult to tell in this game. Don't miss the Seniors Tour on WQAM. Oh, it's 11 o'clock. Well, I guess maybe 11.01. This clock's all... I got 10.59. Messed up. Do you really? I do. So it's 1 till 11 on well, 5.00 QAM. Well, it's about to be QAM. All right. Well, it's 11 o'clock. Jeez. Nitpicking? Just to confuse you a little. Like me and the wife all over again. <laughs> so the argument that we had about... All time. It was... was uh, now, the argument that we had about right-click, which is what got me thinking, see, that was at the Mac Center, and all the while that I'm thinking there, I'm like, the wife would really love this place because, and we've gone back and forth, and I've argued the, the PC side, because I know, I know people who are big, what was that, big Apple heads, and they, they swear they'll never use anything but, and I know, I know why, because like, like the demo G4 that we have over here, it's slick, sweet, it's genuine stuff. Like you feel that iPod, and it's just, and it feels like you're actually holding something in your hand. Besides, you know, 15 gigs of storage, and it'll read any freaking file. Right. Like wave files, AAF, you know, all the different audio files that there are. It, it reads all of them. It'll just go into your hard drive and uh, suck them all into it, and, and read all of them. And it's great. You can use it as an external drive, you know. Which I, I tried that out. Oh, by the way, in case the guys are listening over there at the Mac Center, number one, thank you for the. I had a fun time because. It's a fun place. They need to add one of those uh, drink dispensers like the 7-Eleven has and maybe a little picnic table, and you could just hang out there all day. Oh, yeah. It's sweet. It's over because I was making fun of him a little bit because I I, I even said to the guy, Dave, the manager, how did Todd Dreck find this place? Did he get lost once? Because it's in one of those office parks with all the trees and everything where it's really nice and a lot of glass and all this parking. And that's the only sign visible from the road is it just says Mac Center. You turn in there and you can park in the shade. There's nobody there. It's not a crazy mall. It's uh, just west of 33rd on commercial, like over the tracks and just west, and you turn in right there, and it's, it's actually quite handy. I thought it was going to be way out west in the swamp, and it's nice in there. The, air, the AC's all refreshing, uh, and, it, and it's not, like I said, a crazy mall. But they have so many cool toys, Very and cool. they're all set up, and you can just play with everything, like the, like the unit that I walked out with. Excellent. The, the laptop, not the other unit that we have on the beaded curtain there. Yeah. We have to be careful how we talk about that. People are... People are nervous. How we're talking about units. Oh, yeah, see, we're talking I about see. units, you know. So, hey, it's, it's out there. Rasputin's members. It's on the beating curve. Yeah, right. So, but it's really, like, everything's clean in there and nice and, you know, and sparkling white and chrome and, and beautiful stuff and, you know, pegboards full of all these accessories. And I was just going crazy and gaga. They had the video cam set up for the phone conferencing that they have now, and this is the yeah. real deal, which it does It does talk like if you have a Mac, you can actually talk to a PC and, and back and forth. It, it operates on the chat channel, the AOL uh, instant messaging chat really? channel. That's one of the, yeah, that's one of the options, although if you have a PC, it doesn't look as good because that's the whole deal. That's the argument. It's not going to look as good as it does here. And they've got the real deal cameras, so you get a full screen it's not, you know, how you've seen the, the video yeah, conferencing yeah. things. It's cheesy. It looks like the picture that you, my phone takes. Yeah. These little grainy pictures. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's a little delayed, like if there's Yeah, any... no, no, no staggering. This is smooth, full screen, smooth flow. That's cool. And, and they got it set up in the store so you can be on one end, we can be at the other and like, hey, look at me, look what I can do. 
That's cool. I was, uh, yeah. I like I like stores with displays where you can try yeah, everything. It's, it's there. And I was just running around the store like giddy, like yeah. y'all giggling. <laughs> Look in the candy store right there. And it was. And they're, and they're really nice people. They actually know what they're talking about. The guy Brian and, and Dave who were there when I was there, they actually know what they're talking about. Like they speak the language. Not like Radio Shack. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Why'd you have to bring that up? We were up? talking about that the other day. Like, with Brian, you went there. I want a wire. What's that? <laughs> Nobody who works at Radio Shack no. like, even has a clue they don't. about any electronics. I want a battery. Huh? What's that? What's that? It's, they hold electricity. What's that? <laughs> Seriously. And they're telling me things that I don't know, you know, about my own, my own laptop. You know, like the, with the firewire and everything like that. Oh, yeah, that'll work as an external drive on your... Well, yeah, it will. Trust me. And it does. Here's a hint, though. When you buy your iPod, and you should buy buy 100, go to the Mac Center and buy, like, 20, they're going to be getting the minis in. They, can, they can't keep those in stock because of the colors. I'm these sure. things were... The chicks love these things. They're simple. They're slick. I, you, I was jealous of your uh, MP3 player, and now you get to be jealous of mine. Yeah, now I get to see that. And, and it's not, like... I can't even call it an MP3 player. It's a personal... <laughs> <laughs> it's a personal audio storage data management system freaking thing with a little flywheel. It's, it just feels so nice. And and uh, so they're nice people. So just walk in the store, touch the thing, say that you're there because we sent you, and then uh, and then just run out. Just, just to know that uh, that we have people listening that are over there. They're on uh, West Commercial, 33rd and Commercial, right in there, the Mac Center. QAM, hello. Nice George. things. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to add the name to the poll. What about Sylvester Stallone? Uh, did we not add him on there? We should. He qualifies. Is he your favorite? Uh, he's my favorite. All right. No problem. I didn't have a problem with First Blood, the first First Blood. Yeah, I also like Rambo, too. Okay. All right. You got it. He qualifies, and I'm going to check the poll really quickly just to see. Oh, Keanu's got four. Did you see that? Let me refresh. That's now I know. Let me uh, refresh and rub my eyes a little bit. Take a look at that other picture. Let me do the rundown over here. Harrison Ford, 48, good choice. And you know what? I kind of threw him on there as an afterthought because of the whole Star Wars and Indiana Jones. I'm not going to argue with that. He might be just the best as far as just a regular guy. And I'm not saying that that's what an action hero should be. Maybe that's just what I like to see in an action hero, star, actor. Somebody who seems to be like a regular guy doing incredible things. Right. Harrison Ford's just a good actor. He's a good actor, right. Period. So we got Harrison with 48, Steve McQueen 25, 21 for Arnold. Bruce has 13, Bruce Willis that is. Jackie Chan and Steven Seagal have 10. I don't like Steven Seagal. Really? He bugs me. Well, like maybe not his whole aura, like how because every every movie is the same with him. He's just that uh, guy who's just the quiet. You guy. know what? You nailed it more than you thought by saying every movie is the same. They all have the same number of syllables. They all have two word, three syllable titles. Hard to kill. Yeah, da, da, yeah da. they're all that. They're all da da da, yeah. right? That's the title. Yeah, that's true. Something. But you gotta love like I, I just like his um his, like his and his action scenes like you know, I, I like the, whole the way he the arm thing like nobody does that. He's a genuine Aikido guy. Yeah. he's like a, a, a umpteenth Dan. I think they're called Dans in Aikido. Yeah, I just I like his action sequences. I his like that his moves are slick. Yeah. His fights are good. I just hate all the rest of it. I hate his acting. I hate his talking. He's another one of these guys that seems to be just trying too hard to look tough and be tough. Yeah. And well, that's his. And I also hate him because he's hitting Kelly LeBrock. <laughs> yeah. We, and a little jealousy there. What can I, you do? I was hey, seething, deep, deep jealousy 
Like, like I'm not jealous of Rasputin because he's dead, but I am jealous of Steven Seagal because he's got Kelly LeBrock. And it's wrong. Charles Bronson has nine. Bruce Lee, eight. Keanu, four. Vin Diesel has three. Chuck Norris with one. We can keep adding to this, by the way. Chuck Norris, where'd he go? Did he just move up there all of a sudden? Because this thing refreshed on me. I lost him. Yeah, he did. He got like five all at once. Clint Eastwood, three. Vin Diesel, three. Sylvester Stallone, two. Hugh Jackman, one. Sigourney Weaver, one. We just put her on there. Angelina Jolie, one. And there he is. Chuck Norris, one. How, how come it changed position? and went all the way down to the bottom. Uh, Chuck Norris, I, I shouldn't dislike him. He's just, eh. You know what I mean? He's I, just used to, I, used to, I like his old movies. I don't like the, the, yeah. the Walker, Texas Ranger. I don't really like that. That's think it's terrible. He's just flat. He's a boring guy. Yeah. He's got no... Cool like, when I was a kid, I used to like his movies, like, in the yeah. 80s, and, and the, they shoot him up, blow him up, like, that was when great. When you were a kid, you liked a lot of it. Yeah. Bad, but, uh, bad. I, like, now Chuck Norris thing. is just like, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I hurry to the next channel. When no, I see no kidding. QAM, hello. Hello, George. Yes. You're talking about penises? QAM, hello. Good morning, George. Good morning, how are you? Good. Dude, it's Aikido, not Aikido, and it's Don, not Dan. I thought it was spelled D-A-N. But it's, yes, pronounced, it is, but it's Don, pronounced Don. Yes, like, sir. what do I know? And it's what? And it's what? Aikido? Aikido. 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 You got it going All on. Right, thanks. See, I know nothing about it. Well, now you do. Now I do. See, I'm so enlightened now. Thank you. Bye. Go take a look at Rasputin's penis. QAM, hello. Um, yeah, how about Jet Li for the fall? All right. Thanks. You got it. Jet Li, he's, uh, he's new. He's modern. He's fine. No, no, uh, except, uh, speaking of, uh, people that I cursed, you know, it's my fault about that whole Aaliyah business. What do you, you know that? I, I made a wish. Because of her performance in the one Jet Li movie, I forget which one it was. Whatever. You know. You know I, I know, I saw it. I you know the one I'm talking about. And I thought she was just horrendous. She ruined the movie for me. The fact that he picked her up and was using her to kick people with and all that. Remember that scene? Yeah. It made me want to puke. And so I, I made a wish. I wished upon a star that she would not make any more movies. And look what now, she did. <laughs> she was in the process of making a movie when I wished that, which was that whole vampire movie, which was bad because of her. And it was so it's my fault. It's my fault. That are playing crash. I have to be careful what I wish for. All right, just and and keep that in mind. You know, if you ever want to go make an action movie or something, make sure you don't suck. Or I'll wish that you never made another movie, and then you'll be in trouble. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. What about The Rock? Okay, The Rock. You got it. All right. Isn't his real name Dwayne or something? Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, put The Rock on there. Ah. Uh, I don't dislike, here's another, this is backwards, I like The Rock kind of personally, I think he's a, I've seen him in interviews, he's kind of a, you know, a humble kind of guy, smiley, humble, want to party with him kind of guy, I hate him in movies. I hate him in movies. He's just ridiculous in the movies. Did you see uh, The Rundown? No. No. It was okay. No, I saw, I tried to watch that Scorpion King piece of film. See, I didn't see that. I, I didn't. From the first scene. From the first scene. Now, see, I hate walking out of a movie. I walked out of the black hole. I hate walking. I paid Tommy my money. I want to see it all the way to the end. Kingdom. Yeah, no, the, yeah, yeah, the chick's hot. But not so hot that yeah, I can't notice how bad the, the performance from The Rock is. 
that that'd bad. be really hot. It was so bad. Not just not just his performance, but stuff they had happening. Like he's he's shooting three arrows at the same time. He's loading three arrows into the bow, and he's shooting three different guys that are in three different places. And of course, when you get hit by an arrow, you go flying across the room backwards, you know, because that's a heavy arrow you just got hit with. Just stupid crap like that that makes you want to groan. QAM, hello. Hello. How about Sean Connery? Was that a real call? Yeah, Sean I think Connor. that was a woman. What? I'm sorry. Boy, my trigger finger. I thought... You're getting a little <laughs> too happy now. Sorry. <laughs> I'm twitchy. I thought that was a fake voice. But they were saying Sean Connery, so Sean Connery. Of course, James Bond, all these other things that he did. And it's 12... What is it? No, I'm sorry. It's 11... Is it 11? 11, 12? On 560 QAM. Sarah Connor, are you still using that regular cleanser for your bathroom? Why, yes. Honey, what's with the dog? Come with me if you want to be clean. Yes, it's Terminator and a drum from Texas. Cleans up even the worst kind of scum. Honey, what's all the noise Come about? Here, what? Scum. Who are you? Hurting my husband. You live. Terminator in a drum contains revolutionary liquid steel wool. Now you can take out the toughest dirt and an entire pack of bikers. I need your clothes. Oh, what about these blood stains? No problemo. Yes, Terminator in a drum is so powerful, it prevents stains before they even happen. Wow, that's really clean. Of course, I'm a Terminator. Terminator in a drum from the makers of Arnie Hammer Baking Soda. Ha ha. 1117-560 WQAM. We have Jim Manage at 2 today. Let me make sure that i got the right schedule. Yes, I do. Hank at Shula State 2 in Miami Lakes at 4 o'clock at 7. It's Orlando Alzagari. 10, Eddie K until 2 o'clock. And we have Sporting News Radio. Canned uh, network stuff. But I'm sure it's exciting. Nah. If you're up that long. If you're up that late. No? Nah. So the fight we had about Altaf, which wouldn't have happened. Almost, well, longer. The fight we had about right click. Was uh, was not as long as the fight that we had. Uh, I'm talking about me and the wife over over Altaf. See, because my thing is, according to her, I'm a bad teacher. She asks a question. Instead of just answering the question, I answer another question. So here's my side of it. I could answer that question, but if I answer another question, then I'll answer 20 future questions. Right? Right. It's better. Like, how do I save the program? It went like this. The uh, the Altaf. How do I save this? She's working on a document, on the word processor, on uh, MS Word, something, you name it. She knows that it's like a two-stroke thing to save it because she's seen me doing it. You know, it's like Control-S, right, or Alt-S or something like that. But I want to really introduce her to Alt-F because that drops down that whole menu, which is a wonderful world of file management, right? No, no. It's like, you're not going to answer my question, are you? It's like, well, I'm going to we'll get there. I'm going to teach you. Ah, just tell me how to save it. This is what I'm going to do. You're not going to do that, are you? You're going to teach me something else, aren't you? You're going to try to get me to learn something I don't want to know. It's good for you, honey. It's nutritious. You'll like it. Trust me. I spent a, I spent a week in a motel because of freaking Alt-F over the fight. We had. I just tell me how to save it. You know, started doing the, the Reagan voice from The Exorcist. Tell me how to save this, or I'll tell you. And, like, Alt-F is a wonderful, wonderful... T- <laughs> You'll love it. It'll open up a wonderful world of, of things, of possibilities for you, file management. Didn't want to do it. Wouldn't have had that problem if uh, if she was using a Mac. 
And apparently, that like, because like the mini iPods have all these different colors, so the chicks really dig them. Like, like the pink. Everybody wants a pink iPod. And the the mini. Have you seen the minis? I mean, yeah, they're actually, slick. Yeah. They're nice. Four gigs on the mini. How does you, how much does your RCA hold? The one I I was jealous of until uh, I got this. Yeah, iPod. The, uh, <laughs> I mean, I can hold. I don't know exactly. I could look if it's in my car, but uh, I know it holds like twenty songs. So no, I mean. <laughs> Dude, it's not competing. I with loaded, me. I loaded almost 800 songs onto my iPod. I got 10 gigs left. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about that. And then so, so I loaded a bunch of like, uh, like the video that you saw this morning. I put that on there. I'm using it as an external drive. Now I was really proud of my little memory stick thing, my attaché brand flash memory USB 2.0, 256 megs. This iPod holds the equivalent of 60 of those little memory sticks that I was carrying around as my external drive now. Yeah. Yeah. So what I need to know is when are they going to just integrate everything into one thing? I want it all to be in my phone. My whole multimedia center, everything right there in the phone, voice activated, all right there. I can't wait. Where do we start ordering those? QAM, hello. Hey, can I speak to George? You are. Hey, George, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? All right, man. How about... uh I know it's already said, but Indiana Jones has got to be the best in my book, man. Who now? All-around all American, Indiana Jones. Right, Harrison Ford. We got him on there. All right, man. And no argument. All right, cool. Right. Take it easy. Have, hey, have a great one, all right? You too. He's doing. He's winning 52 for Harrison Ford and Steve McQueen 27. I'm real happy to see Steve McQueen doing so well. I thought I was the only one. I mean, he, because dated, you know. Right, I mean, he hasn't made any movies for. Well, a while. yeah, he's old school, but right, yeah. but but he invented that whole thing. Like I think Bullet, he was one in Bullet, which was the first big car chase uh, sequence in a movie. I'm talking about the first big one, of course. You know, they had some car chase stuff and Bonnie and Clyde and here and there, but this was the first, you know, the crazy, crazy stunts. Car chase, wrong side of the highway, cars weaving around, you know, two wheels. I even forget, i got to go rent it again just to uh, make sure. By the way, speaking of renting stuff, hey, Troy Stratford, if you're in the building, shiny head, come over here. We want to uh, we want to buff your head. I, I got a present for Troy. Well, he can borrow it. I bought Glen Gary Glen Ross. Oh. Because the salespeople need to see it. As a matter of fact, what would be great is in the conference room, since we have this big screen TV, otherwise known as a PowerBook uh, G4, and they called me. They said, do you want the 17-inch or the 12-inch? And I'm like, 12-inch? If, you know, if you're going to let me play with, a, yeah. play with a laptop, come on. Come on with it. Let's go whole hog. It's like, wow, home theater system over here. So we could actually just take it into the conference room. And as a sales meeting, as a sales seminar, show our sales staff, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. To show them what a, you know real salesmen are like, like the Al Pacino character. Here's a salesman. QAM, hello. George. Caller. Hey, uh, speaking of your little, your, um, My little port- portable memory, <laughs> your yeah. little thing, uh, I just read an article less than an hour ago that uh, there was like three companies pursuing uh, hard, hard drive disks for cell phones. Uh, one inch long. Very good. So, there you go. All right. Thank cell you very much. And hard, I mean, I got, I got like, um, what is it? I got eight megs on my cell phone, you know, to oh, accommodate the video and the pictures and everything. Yeah, eight yeah. megs. What's that? No. Uh, I think if this hard drive were to come into play, I think it would be in the 20 gig range. Wow. So, all right, cell phone that does it all. You got it. <laughs> all right, I can't wait. QAM, hello. George. Caller. Hey. Hey, uh, from last week, this is kind of backtracking a little bit. Whatever, no, no, we can uh, we can go back. 
They're talking about Jekyll and Hyde together again. Yeah. I want it on DVD. Not commercially available, but get this. Uh, I just heard you. I tried to call you last week. I couldn't get through. But the um, I was in New York a few years ago. You know how they sell the bootleg DVDs and CDs on the street? Yes. That guy was shuffling through a few things and had a DVD. Check one high together again. I thought, oh, you got to be nice. Photocopy package. It was definitely a bootleg, but right. for five bucks, figure what the hell. Got it home. It was a Japanese dubbed version of. Check one hot together again with with German subtitles. <laughs> to say it was unwatchable was, is, is beyond the point. But that's that's the only copy I've ever found on DVD. But it was dubbed oh, in Japanese. Yeah, with German subtitles. That's too bad. So that was that was. I uh, I don't really I have I have no no high hopes that anyone is no, no pun intended uh, that, that anyone is going to actually you know, release that as a modern DVD. It's one of those I don't think it's available. I've checked, so, you know, checked all the Amazon and all the different ones. And yeah. I just say, you can get them on, you, I mean, uh, I have an old copy that I think I copied off HBO 25 years ago. But, it's uh, so politically incorrect. Oh, it's great, though. One yeah, of well, that's movies. why we want it. That, and there was another one that I can't find called Scavenger Hunt. Scavenger Hunt. Still, yeah, that was uh, early 80s. Um, Richard Benjamin, I, uh, the whole budget, kind of like a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah. Kind of thing that, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, with the, the Milton Parker dies and sends everybody on scavenger hunt to get the money. Yeah. That was a cute God, one, too. Richard but, Benjamin, uh, I remember him from Westworld. Yep, and Quark. Chase the Red, yeah. Remember Quark? After Quark? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I still use I still use the term Vegeton that I stole from Quark to, to describe <laughs> people like, like, like the people that listen to Rush. <laughs> I call them Vegetons. <laughs> Anyway, so I'd, I'd be more than happy to send you that that copy. No, 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 thank you. It's, it's fun just to see it. Nichts Deutsch. Exactly. <laughs> Very odd. I, right, I don't know how to say I, I don't speak Japanese in Japanese, but I'll, I'll work on it. QAM, hello. J-Rod, what's up? How are you doing? Haha, <laughs> right. I get it. <laughs> Yo, I went to go to... Oh, dude, you reminded me of something. I'm watching the news this morning, and you know how the closed captioning can sometimes get it wrong? They had a major, a major general, which is like a general, but like when you're really, really a general, you're a major general. Major General Galen Jackman, all right? G-A-L-E-N is the guy's name, Galen Jackman, because they had his name up on the regular, you know, like it's on the Today Show. They had the regular captioning right there. But then the closed captioning scroll said two words, gay, G-A-Y, second word, L-E-N, Galen Jackman. Gay Jackman. So what title was this? <laughs> this was on, I don't know, but it was just the closed captioning. It's how the closed captioning person translated Galen, <laughs> Galen Jackman, Gay <laughs> Len. Major General Gay Len Jackman. Anyway, go ahead. That's so Sorry. funny. I want to go see that movie Saved. Yeah, I want to see it. It wasn't yeah, showing at the Oakwood. They're showing it at the um, movie called 24, the one in Sheridan. Uh, uh, sh- listen, if I'm going to go over to the uh, movie code, it better be something big. Like a special effects uh, bonanza, like uh, Riddick, for example. But I didn't want to drive all the way out there for Vin. No, I heard that movie wasn't all worth it either. No, I, you know what? The bad guys have really cool ships and outfits. How's That's that? Good. I mean, so they really covered, cool. covered the storyline with a bunch of special effects and. Uh, forget any storyline. The, the story is there are bad guys and uh, and Riddick's going to resist them. Wow. Yeah, that's the something, something that like that has never been done before. Never ever. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to see Saved, and um, the movie was real good. I liked it a lot. I can't believe it was coming out of my mouth, but Mandy Moore really did was really awesome. The movie she she portrayed as the the 
the ultra, 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 you know, um, born again Christian. Mm-hmm. And she was really good in the movie. And take this out during the ten minutes of the movie, there were I guess five people sitting um, behind us, and they got up and they walked out. All I right, that means so they, good. Because, because they expected something, you know, would say, "Oh, the movie about us," you know, yeah. the movie could be joyful. That's right. It is about you. You <laughs> So then they walked out, and, but the thing is, they were poking fun at everything. You know, when they when they pray, when they raise their hands, and they're like in, like they look like mm-hmm. zombies. Right, I used to. And we and we were all laughing, and then the lady who was walking out turns around and tells us all, "Jesus still loves you all, even if you're still watching this movie." And we were just like, "Oh God, this movie rocks!" Yeah, right, <laughs> excellent. I'm rushing go, right out. Go check it. Out. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I knew I knew the Christians were going to be pissed off by that. But you know what? They're pissed off about movies that say good things about them. Like that whole Last Temptation of Christ. This is how stupid they are. And by the way, we will have a, a, um, a Bible verse of the week. I won't hit it hard, Miguel. He says that, you know, I can't dwell on that as much as I have been. So, okay. But we'll have another verse that the Christians are totally ignoring for the week. All right? It's the golden rule. It's famous, right? Sure. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I'll tell the Christians where to find it. And then, of course, the, the, the ongoing continuous question is, why is it that none of you Christians do any one thing that Jesus ever told you to do? That's an ongoing theme. Where is any Christian doing anything that Jesus said to do? Any, pick one. Which one verse that, that is a quote that came out of Jesus' mouth do you live your life according to? Pick one. Which one? It's too tough one. Tell me one that you live your life according to. In other words, beyond just saying that you're a Christian, what is it that makes you a Christian? In what way are you a Christian since you ignore every freaking word that ever came out of Jesus' mouth? 1129 on 560 QAM. Dropped this off. Tommy brought it into me. Some guy named Mike. He was downstairs smoking a cigarette. Tommy wasn't. A guy named Mike brought something by the CD. He said, it's clean. Audio of a slave auction. What do you say? Why not? Here it goes. Gentlemen, gentlemen, that sun is hot and plenty bright. Let's get out of business and get home tonight, gentlemen. Auctioning slaves is a real high art. Bring that young gal, Roy. She's good for a start, gentlemen, gentlemen. Now, here's a real goodbye on about 15. Her great-grandmammy was a die-homey queen. Just look at her face. She sure ain't homely. Like she in the Bible. She's black but comely, gentlemen. Gonna start at three. Can I hear three? Step up, chance, take a good look, see. Cause I know you want her once you see her. She's young and ripe, make a darn good breeder, bit of in. She's good in the field, she can sew and cook. Strip her down, Roy, let the gentleman look. She's full up front and ample behind. Examine her teeth if you got a man, bit of in, get him in. Here's a bit of three from a man who's thrifty. Three twenty-five, can I hear three fifty? Your money ain't earning you much in the banks. Turn around, Roy, let him look at her flanks, bit him in. Three fifty's beating, I'm looking for four. At four hundred dollars, she's a bargain show. Four is to be at four fifty. Five, five hundred dollars now, look alive, get them in, get them in. Don't mind them tears, that's one of her tricks. Five fifty's beating, who'll say six? She's healthy and strong and well equipped. Make a fine lady's maid when she's properly whipped, bid them in. Six, six fifty, don't be slow. Seven is the bid, gonna let her go. At seven, she's going, going, gone. Pull her down, Roy, bring the next one on. Bid them in, get them in, bid them in. Well, what do we think about that? I know what Bill Cosby might think about that. I don't think he'd cotton to it. 24 till 12 on 560 QAM. That's, uh, I don't know. Well, obviously it's not uh, from the time. No. They didn't have recording devices back then. I don't know. That's, uh, that had some uh, comedy in there. Sure. 
I don't know. I think Boca Brian could put that to music. QAM, hello? Hello? Yes? QAM, hello? Joseph and Diesel. QAM, hello? George. Yeah. Hey, uh, you're talking about the Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, I, I yeah. assume you've seen, uh, I guess it was named Pitch Dark. Pitch yes. Black. Pitch Black. Right, me. yeah. What do you think about that? I thought it was a pretty good movie. I'm not it, sure if it I liked was it. It was okay. I, just, I didn't like him. I didn't like his uh, his character. I didn't like the Riddick character in that movie. I liked it in spite of him. I liked the monsters. Exactly. That was pretty pretty darn cool, man. Yeah, and the idea of the movie was an interesting concept. There was so much wrong with this movie, and, and it all had to do with the writing of it. Like, they're on this planet. I'm talking about Chronicles of Riddick here. They're on this planet where it's like molten lava, you know, wherever the sun is shining because it's so close to the sun. It's like molten lava on one side and, like, super cold on the other side. Now, why would anybody build anything on a place like that? And another thing, since the, the planet rotates really quickly, how did they build anything on a planet like that? But, but of course, it creates a good plot device. You know, they've got to do this big run across the landscape before the sun catches them scene. Right. You know, just like, like all this hokey doesn't make any sense stuff that's just thrown in there gratuitously just to make you groan, just to make you groan in agony. Like, they couldn't have thought up another reason to have, like, Riddick and, and all the people run really fast across a, a surface. You know it what I like mean? Force. Yeah, I mean, they could have had a volcano exploding in there. They're running from the lava. It, there, you know what? It was just one cliche after another in the movie. But the bad guys had real cool outfits and really cool spaceships. And it looked and they looked cool moving around. Like, the special effects uh, revolving all around the bad guys, them, their weapons, everything that they did, uh, that was all cool. Let me ask you, did the special effects make it worthy of seeing in the theater? Is it a wait for a video? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it was okay. I didn't feel ripped off seeing it in the theater. But you know what? Go see a matinee. I got you. How's that for value? Hey, uh, a movie that I thought had a great action sequence, but I don't even know the guy's name. I, I'm not positive. It's been a while since I've seen it. I think it was called The Specialist. The star is like this Eastern European guy. looks like somebody took a pitchfork to his face trying to put out a fire. The guy with the big nose? Yeah. Yeah, he's a French guy. Uh, he was in he was in The Professional with, uh, the with professional, Gary Oldman. That's what, that's what it was. That was a very good movie, and he's a very good action uh, action star. Once we find out what his name is, and, and yeah, put will. him on there for me. It's that like uh, something French, like uh, Pierre Jean Val Pierre Valjean something. Guys, ugly Natalie, Natalie Portman was the little girl in that movie. In case you didn't know, who Natalie Portman? Oh, there you go. Uh, you know, the, from Star Wars was the little girl in that movie. That was a good movie. There was nothing good wrong movie. with that movie at all. Not good sleeper. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. We'll find out that frog's name and uh, stick him on there. 5670560 is the number in Dade and Broward. Pound 560 is free if you have AT&T Wireless. 877-785-6345 is the toll-free everywhere else line. QAM, hello. George. Caller. How you doing today? Fine, how are you? Pretty good. Hey, uh, about uh, the Bible and what you were talking about, how, you know, the Christians are upset about uh, uh, Jesus being killed and everything. They are. I, just, I said that. Well, you know, to me, it doesn't make any sense why anybody should be mad about. Oh, you're talking uh, about like the Christians blaming the Jews for killing Jesus? That whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, was, that doesn't make any sense. It was part of the plan. What What doesn't make any sense is that he was commanded by God, right. his Father, to come here. He and was do born that. to die. Exactly. To redeem humanity. So, they, they should applaud anything and anyone that was part of making that happen because they wouldn't be saved if not for. It should be majorly appreciated by everybody right. that right. it was done. And not only that, they changed the Sabbath day to Sunday. 
Yeah. And I have yeah. I have uh, I know a that. small thing that I like to say. I have a small thing too. Uh, the Jews believe that the Sabbath is from Friday to to Saturday. Sunset to sunset. And the re- exactly. And I think the reason why Jesus was resurrected on Sunday is because if it was commanded that those days be the days of rest, well, wasn't God resting and he wasn't going to resurrect his son until Sunday because he was resting? You know, that's a good point. He was busy. He was like, no, nah, no, nah, he can chill. By the way, if he died on Friday, why is it Sunday? If he rose three days later, it should have been Monday. Well... Friday, they, they, yeah, they, they probably well, counted. That's not they, how we count things, you know. Well, that, I don't know how, how they actually counted it, but if, if he had died Friday night, God could not do anything supposedly died Sunday. at 3 in the afternoon on Friday. 3 in the afternoon? Yeah, supposedly. That, I don't know how they figured that. Maybe somebody had a watch. Uh, well, I was just thinking of that, you know, because I, I read the Bible, and I was yeah. just going through it, and... Yeah, no, we've talked about that before. Nobody should have a... There should not be any blame placing on who killed Jesus. God killed Jesus. Basically, but... Sacrifice. If you believe any part of the Bible, Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice to wash away all of their sins. So he had to be killed. So anyone who was was a a part and party to that was doing God's work. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Thank you very much, and God bless you. And it's 19 till 12 on 560 WQAM. I was talking to Josh over here. Wait, I got a bit queued up. Wait a minute. And many people say that I should not be governor of California because I cannot pronounce California. I would like to drive my fist up their ass and pull out their intestines. Now I will prove I'm from California by singing now. I wish that all could be California girls. California girls. I wish they all could be California girls. Yeah, yeah. Now vote for Arnold. I'll rip off your head and vomit down your neck. I sing now. Uh, Baba, hey. Baba, hey. Baba, hey. Rolling, but rocking, but rolling, but rocking. Yeah. Only someone from California could sing the Beach Boys as well as Arnold. Not for me. I'm a f***ing Kennedy. That's it. It's over. You know, what am I going to do about this iRobot business? You know what it makes me feel like? It's like Britney's right there ready to... Ready to finally give it up to you there, Josh. And you you show up and uh, you walk into Brittany's bedroom. You walk over, you knock on the door. Ron Jeremy opens the door and he's zipping up his fly and he says, See you, buddy. He slaps you on the back as he walks out. Your turn. Your turn. It's like that. It's like, eh. Uh, uh, what do you do? Uh, what do you do? There are no condoms anywhere, by the way. Let me just, let me just paint the picture better. No condoms. Brittany's right there waiting for you. She ain't going to shower or nothing. No shower? There's no bottle of seltzer in the room or anything like that. Not even a bottle of Perrier that she can shake up. No, 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 no. Come on. Uh, this is what you wanted. Here it is. Come and get it. I don't know. Big boy. Yeah, what do you do? You're like, ah, ah. And that's how I feel about this iRobot business. Will Smith is in there. He's the, he's the Ron Jeremy of, uh, of of that scenario. How can it possibly not be... A stinking corn-studded one. Like, what set you sour on Will Smith? Six degrees of faggery. I mean, six degrees of separation. You know how Neil keeps telling me that I have to see, uh, what is it, the, the, the scent of a woman 
just so that I can appreciate how bad Al Pacino's performance is in it. Yeah. And I say, I will. I will see it when it comes on cable for free. I'm not going to pay to see that. So for that reason, you should see Six Degrees of Separation. Kind of for the same reason that I told you to go see that picture that the Beast was showing people this morning there. That we, we can't even describe any part of it. Not even get into oh, it. Oh, how about this? It was a man's butt. That's about all we can say. <laughs> that's not all that... Well, that's not all we can say. That's all we can say on the air about that picture that the Beast was showing us uh, this morning. But it kind of for the same reason, so that you can share my pain, you should see Six Degrees of Separation. Not just for that reason, but because it was so highly touted. The sued now, movie which one, critics... Which one is the... I don't think I it's saw It's the it. one where where Will Smith is like a scamster and scams his way into these rich people's lives by pretending to be Sidney Portier's son. And he meets this guy, this rich guy, that teaches him how to talk and act like a rich guy. You know, for example, and they spent like a half hour on this one thing, to say bottle of beer instead of bottle of beer or a beer. You don't say beer or bottle of beer. You say bottle of beer, bottle, bottle. And they had to practice that for a while. But, of course, they, like, they were gay lovers with each other. And, and the whole movie was like a commercial for Fagory. Like, to convince you that Fagory is really fun and cool. You know, that's what I kept oh. getting out of it. Like, why are they just beating me over the head with this? It's wonderful. Great. Have a gay old time with each other. Great. I'll... I'll Support your right to be married. I'll go to the mar- I'll go to the wedding. I'll bring a gift. All right. I'll 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 scramble for the bouquet if you throw it. I have no- wonderful. It's great. I'll take your word for it. It's not for me. Why do they feel the need to 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 preach it? You know what I mean? Because that's what the whole movie was. I'm sure there was a- another plot in there somewhere. You just that's all I that's all I remember from it is just one more pseudo intellectual line after another, just one sued line after another, one sued line after another, and and Will Smith just oozing all of it, embodying all of it, and I just I hate his whole his whole fakey smiley happy. He was fine as the Fresh Prince, but then they put the Fresh Prince in these roles where it's wrong, and he's just wrong for the things that I've seen him in. I hated hated him in Independence Day. That was him, right? Yeah. Tell me that wasn't him. All shucky and jivey. Now, here's a guy who can act normal. I, like, I, can, I think he was good in Bad Boys. I, I, I didn't see Bad Boys. It. No, I, I, I won't. And, oh, and I hate Martin Lawrence while we're on the subject. There's two reasons I won't see Bad Boys. Let's see, like, why would you take a, a, a man, a black man like Will Smith, who can speak perfectly normal, like professional, articulate, and then make him shuck and jive? I don't know about you, or unless it's like that's what the movie's about. Like, what was that Eddie Griffin movie where they they traded roles, where you had one Shucky and Jivey guy and one Oreo? I know cookie. exactly what you're talking about. Uh, you know the one. You know the movie. They did the switcheroo. Uh, you know yes, what I'm talking about. All right, so you had to have a Shucky and Jivey guy. That was the character. Why would you just gratuitously make an FBI agent or whatever he was in Independence Day? Was he just a cop? Why would you make him the yo yo yo? Look what a badass I am, yo. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, g- g- groan. QAM, hello. George, how you doing? And why isn't he on this poll? Will Smith, stick him on there. Yeah, go ahead. Um, 
Well, first of all, I have a, one point, but I say I couldn't agree more on Will Smith. If, if there's ever been an actor with less humility and less range, yeah, and he's just all like the fake, the smiley, the head bobbing. Uh, Bill Cosby ought to smack him well, for, for being a, a negative him. stereotype. He should just stick to comedy. Go ahead, do the comedy. I'll avoid your comedies. Very easy. Why are they ruining perfectly good movies like I Robot by sticking him in there? Well, Independence Day was far from a good movie. But well, he, all right, no, he, he yeah, you're it, right. He made it practically unwatchable. It By the way, they, uh, they they saved the world with an Apple. Apple computer, a... see? There's another little plug for Apple. <laughs> um, I've got a hot chicken naked in a movie uh, re- uh, recommendation for you. Okay, well, we're always up for that. Let me get my pencil. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Swimming Pool? Uh, never heard of it. Um, I felt it was on the one of the trailers, uh, I think in Lost in Translation, it was made okay. by the same company. All right. Um, there's a, uh, a blonde in there. It looks like Anna Kornikova without the stench of Russian hockey players. <laughs> and she... And without she, the I mean, stench of Rasputin. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. I think she's a singer in some European band or whatever. All right. Sweet. She's unclothed, unclothed the whole movie, and she's well, just amazing. How can it be bad? Exactly. The movie, the movie itself is okay, but, it, you know, All you right. could have had, you know, puppets doing it. With only I'll, I'll search the cable for it. There you and go. For 100 a month, I better watch something on that thing. Absolutely. All right. All right, thanks, George. Thank you very much. Take it easy. QAM, hello. So, Joseph. QAM, hello. Here we go with oh. him again. I forgot that that was the Vin Diesel guy. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? You flipped the switch on me when you talked about Will Smith. Did you ever see uh, Wild Wild West? Yeah, yeah. All right, confession time. I, I saw it on cable for free on a Saturday afternoon, and it was raining, and uh, and I had a broken leg. You know what? I, what? I used to love the show with you know Robert. Oh yeah, Conrad. me too. Big time. And, and, they, and, they and I like the spider. The big uh, the big crazy spider was kind of cool. Yeah, but they ruined the the whole. Yeah. I mean, with that guy have playing too right. much. You know, it's not so much because he's black. I don't it, care that he's black. It has it, nothing to do with it. It's exactly, exactly. But the character Jim West in the movie, mm-hmm. all he did was because Negro did, Negro dad, and yo, yo, yo. Yeah, yeah, yo, yo. Why, why would he have to play why, it that way? Exactly. Why couldn't he play it like A Jim human, West? a normal person. Like, exactly, exactly. That's and, really, I, and I swear really, to God, yeah. the black people can't enjoy having Will Smith walk around like a shucking and jiving stereotype. Tell me, tell me that that's not good. No, it's not. I, I really wish they would have made that movie with a with anybody else. With I'll anybody else, right? Like same thing else. for iRobot, except for I got a short list of movie killers. They can't. They should not make any movie. They certainly should not be in a starring role. And that's uh, Robert Downey Jr., Christian Slater, Eric Roberts, anybody but those people. Will Smith. Yeah. All right. Movie killers. All right. Thank you very much. Take care. You know, we tried to do that poll once. And, and they got it wrong. Gee, what a surprise. Movie killers. In other words, people that no matter what they're in, they will ruin the movie. And all we got were bad actors. It's like, no, no, you don't understand. We're not, I'm not talking. We got a lot of bad actors. We could go for a week naming bad actors. There are bad actors in everything you see. And you can't get away from them. I'm talking about movie killers. Just if they're there, if they're one of the primary characters, the movie's going to blow. It's like they taint everything around it. And the only movie that Robert Downey Jr. did not kill was Weird Science because he was just one of the punks. And you know what? He was perfect in that movie because he was himself some punk that you can't stand. Just some, you want to choke him on sight, punk with dippity doing his hair. And that's what he was, perfect for that. I can't stand him. Have you ever seen Robert Downey Jr. in a movie that you liked? Don't say less than zero. 
I didn't, I didn't like that because of him. His acting is just, it's just bad. It's melodramatic. I don't hate him. I mean, I'm not I saying he's I hate the greater. Natural Born Killers? That, see? I could have maybe enjoyed that movie. You didn't like that movie? No. Really? Because of him. He tainted it. That he, movie was really it had though. It had him all over it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was w- trying to enjoy it. And then he kept sticking his head into the, into the shot there. Kept sticking his head on the screen. I hooked you up at the end. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No, yeah, all right, that's a good point. That's a good point. But you know what? That should have happened, like, right at the beginning. And I went, like that one, uh, what was the one with the president's plane with Steven Seagal when he died, like, in the first ten minutes? Because I thought he was going to sully my whole movie all the way up. Uh, Kurt Russell was in that. What was the one? The airplane one. They took the stealth jet to it. Remember? So I remember, yeah. Any I'm movie's just... names today, you burn Double out. take is, is the Eddie Griffin. Eddie, double take, yeah. Double take, yeah. Uh, I can't. Uh, Somebody will call up with that. You burn out. Where are you getting your weed? QAM, hello. George, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? All right. Keep going. That's it? All right, then. QAM, hello. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see the George. You are, sir. Hello? You're on right now. It's me and you. Okay. Uh, Carlos. Hey, Carlos, how you doing? All right. Uh, hello? Yeah, you're on the air, Carlos. This is. Oh, okay, okay. Man. We I'm don't sorry. play around. Um, all right. Uh, what about uh, the movie is Executive Decision? Bless your heart. See there? That's oh, one. Sorry, That's, That's it. One. That was that was a good movie, made even better by the fact that uh, Steven Seagal, uh, you know, took a Died. crazy spill right yeah. there at the beginning. Yeah, that's that's another person I can't stand, Steven Seagal. Any movie that I see with Steven Seagal, I'm not even going to waste my right. time. Right, no, there's no point. Steven yeah. Seagal is hard to take. Ridiculous. Yeah. All right, George, thanks a lot, man. Take it easy. Although, he's got that Kelly LeBrock thing going on. It's like if Steven Seagal invited me to a Saturday afternoon barbecue. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Hey, bet. <laughs> How could you not go there to see... How are you? Kelly LeBrock in a summer dress? Yeah. Just to smell her hair. QAM, hello. Yeah, I got one movie. Uh, George? Yeah, yeah, it's me. Yeah, I got one movie I disagree with you on with uh, Downey. I liked him in I liked him in Chaplin. I thought he was pretty good in that. I, I wanted to like him in Chaplin, and I hated him in Chaplin. You didn't like it. Didn't like it. Why well, I, like I, it? I'd read about him. I'd read about the, you know uh, Chaplin and my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad's one of my dad's favorite uh, characters, and I just thought he did a pretty good job. But anyway, I hate his you know, whole bug eye. Hey, that's why we're that's why we're here to all the you know our, for our own uh, you know. Experience. Now let's be fascist. If you don't agree with me. Okay, man. All right. Take care. Thank you very much. Goose step in line. 3 till 12 on 560 WQAM. 
have nothing else to say. Well, how about this? How's the weather down there in the Miramar? I'm right down the street from you. Oh, yeah. I have to go. Oh, I know. Wait, by the way, son. No, no, I, I have to go. Look, I tell you what. I'll hold you over the break. How's that? Huh? I'll give you one of my old uh, tank T-shirts. How's that? Bye-bye, No, wait. <laughs> that was the only caller we had. The veins on your nose is blowing again. You got big boyful veins on your nose and on your face, and around those oozing nipples, you call my If you go look in the mirror, you'll see a road map of Ypsilanti. You got your happy son way too tight. My nose glows when something stings. Almost every day I think. And my veins suddenly start to tickle. I had annoyed the door, 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 door. Yeah, I look like a ball in a bag. That's because I'm a cranky old bag. With a nose that's filled with purple veins. It's a nose Twelve oh three on QAM. Come on, come on, wind it down. There is something that uh, that's good about Chronicles of Riddick that I wanted to mention, and that's uh, Alexa Davalos. Alexa Davalos. Never heard of her before, have you? No. I, I just I just clicked on her filmography to do some research here, and here's the list of her movies: The Chronicles of Riddick. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, that's all that came up. I'm sure she looks really, really familiar. What's her name again? Alexa Davalos. You're going to Google her? Google that beach. See what... Uh, she's beautiful. She's got a beautiful face, kind of like... Um, do you know who Shalom Harlow is? The model Shalom Harlow. She did that movie, Cherry, where she didn't show any of her goodies, but she did show a lot of her goodies and a lot of pictures that she uh, took, and we have several of them, and we will put her... Behind the beaded curtain, again, she's already been on there before. But she's got that kind of face with the cat eyes and everything. She was uh, really good in the movie. Her character was good. She was the Jack character. In other words, she was another sequel character. She was also on the Pitch Black Planet with Riddick. And she was uh, the chick that made it, one of the people that made it off. And see, now, you know, I've smoked so much between (laughs) now and the last time I saw that movie. Anyway, he eventually uh, hooks back up with her, and she's a badass. She's got all these crazy cat martial arts moves. She's got blades everywhere. She's a way better character uh, than Riddick as far as, well, for obvious reasons. Number one, she's way easier on the eyes. Did you even find a picture of her? Yes. I I got a picture. She's done some TV guest appearances. Like on? On Angel. Okay. And uh, on Declare. Ah, then maybe I saw her on that. She's from France. That's why she looks familiar. Well, we can't hold that against her. Okay. Maybe she's a goer. Just because she has hairy armpits, that's no reason to hate her. Not at all. She doesn't wear a bra at the beach. She looks fine to me. Yeah, no, she's fine and she looks really good in the movie and she's got really, really good, like, gymnastic cat moves. I know, it's the stunt person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, She looks good doing them. She looked good doing them and uh, I liked her a lot. 
They should have set her up to be in a sequel, but they didn't. They set him up to be in a sequel, which I could have gone for the, the Chronicles of uh, her. They changed her name for the movie. The Chronicles of Alexa. Yeah, 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 the Chronicles of Alexa. Let's see her in action. Listen, they were sort of onto the right thing with uh, with the whole Tomb Raider business. Because, all right, who goes to action movies? Guys. Right. Right? That's, you know, if there's a chick flick genre, then there's a, a guy flick, and that's the action flick, right? We don't have to argue about that. That's the argument. You go on a date, the guy wants to go see the Jet Li movie, the chick goes wants to see something schmaltzy where it's a love story. Right. And we've talked about why that is. And, and a guy, guys like to see a movie where there is uh, a, a hero or heroes that are striving against some evil thing, hopefully winning. Right? Right. Well, just something with a little conflict. Yeah. A conflict. Hopefully there's going to be some actual drama. But that's what you can boil it down to is a guy or a group of people uh, up against the challenge, right? Right. They've got to overcome the challenge. An alien invasion, a Godzilla-like monster, uh, a a bunch of other bad guys. And this person and his friends or these people have got to... Defeat the bad monster or keep the bad monster or the bad thing or the bad people from killing them. That's pretty much the whole plot of all of these movies, right? right. The chick flick is, here's the chick flick. Woman catches man. That's the plot. Or emotional. Well, well the emotional, but it all ends with the woman caught the guy. The plot is this. Woman and man meet each other. Uh, woman wants the guy to take her seriously. He doesn't, but then he does. And it ends with... He takes her seriously, and they walk off into the sunset holding hands, obviously to be married and breed. That's a happy ending for a female. The chick's got to land the guy, right? Of course. Got to shoot him with a tranquilizer dart. Happily ever after. And land the guy. That's a chick flick. And that's why, and that's why there's an argument at the theater. Because that, to us, to guys, that's depressing. That's not a happy ending. Yeah. That's well, girls are looking ending. for that to happen in right. their lives. So, you know right. I mean? So the movies, that's how we see ourselves. We want to see ourselves as like Riddick or something. You know, right. Doing cool moves, shooting big guns, beating up big things. Now, the idea of a female action hero speaks to the guy's soul. Because what's not to like? Action and a big rack. And a big rack in action. For example, the Tomb Raider movies, if they didn't suck so harshly, that would be a perfect formula. I agree. But but they just have to ruin it. They just have to ruin it with a bad script, with hokey stuff happening, constant hokey stuff happening. And, like, I I heard the route that, like, you know, it was was a movie for kids and and this and that. What, Tomb Raider? Yeah. Yeah, right. They're like, that's why, you know, it's not rated R, and I heard a lot of that. But, uh, I mean, come on. I'm not buying that. By the way, here's some more car bombing things. Oh, and in case you're not watching the news, we caught another terrorist suspect. Ashcroft was on there just wetting himself. You should have seen the grin on him. It was just like, he just had this this crazy, obnoxious, overblown grin. Like a joker grin. Just laughing and giggling and twisting his own nipples. You know, like, like a woman putting her clothes on. You know, that's how excited he was. That we caught another. We got two now. We've actually caught two terrorists since this whole quote-unquote war on terror started. When's we got the party? Two. Yeah. Yeah, woo. See? Hatred, a good thing. We caught two terrorists now. And 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 the bombings only in the Supreme Court uh, upheld um, the guideline. 
one nation under God in the Pledge of Allegiance. So, so that whole, you know, stuck on in the 50s during the McCarthyism, during communist hysteria, uh, if you're not with us, you're against us, that whole, that add-on line stays on there because, well, we know who's on the Supreme Court. We know the, uh, the composition. QAM, hello. Hey, it's you. George? Caller? How you doing? Fine. Uh, you issued a challenge a while ago. Yeah, yeah. QAM, hello. Hey, how you doing, George? How are you? Pretty good. You know, every once in a while, you got to go to the chick flick just to keep the other half happy. But let me tell you, the last year, I got dragged to the most god-awful chick flick you've ever heard or have ever seen in my life. Please share. Down, Down with Love. Okay. A total waste of celluloid. Yeah, well, they they all are like this. Uh, I watched the uh, the repeat of the MTV, uh, what do you call it, movie awards, movie awards yeah. over the weekend, and and that movie won something. The Fifty First Dates movie won something. The Adam Sandler piece of uh, trash oh. won some crap. What's the point? How can it not suck? Well, you know, it's every once in a while there's one that you can sit through. That one I was about ready to get up and just walk out. But you know, to keep the other half happy, I had to sit down and keep my mouth shut. You know. Right. You know. So, you know what a good love story is? Monsters Ball. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, you have to see it. So now there is a a proper love story, a right proper love story. All right. Well, maybe I'll stop by the blockbuster and rent it in a couple of days. Let me tell you, if, you you into the, I'll remember your voice. If you rent Monsters Ball and you didn't like it, as just just give it, you know, as opposed to thumbs up as in thumbs down, you know, and just yeah. that it's a good movie as opposed to a bad movie. Uh, I'll give you your rental fee. All right. Okay, cool. Uh, you do get to see Halle Berry. I'd, I'd like to see Halle Berry. <laughs> you see her. All right. All right. You Take see you, uh, George. The, the best side of her. Couple, couple, a couple of her best sides. Hey, by the way, I just looked up that movie. Oops. Out of curiosity, the woman gets her man. <gasps> really? No, that's the formula. It wouldn't be that way otherwise. That, that's it. That's what gets them off. Is, uh, is to see a chick land a man. She falls head over heels, it says. Right. Just like whatever her. happens, see, that's whatever happens during the body of, of the movie is irrelevant. It usually goes like this. Here's the formula. They meet each other. They have a conflict. Usually they hate each other. Or they're attracted to each other, but then there's a conflict. And, and then they, they, they fall apart or they're fighting. There, there's a, a, a schism of some sort, right? But then, in the end... It's all a big misunderstanding. They realize that the schism was caused by their actual love for each other and whatever else happened in between. It doesn't matter what happens beforehand. In the end, she'll land the guy. And, and the women, oh, it's so sweet. 12 past 12 on 560 QAM. With each other naked in the street.
1217 on 560 QAM. Hey, I got a, uh, a place to go web shopping that's uh, their honorable people, southord.com. Southord stands for Southern Ordinance.com. It's where I ordered everybody's lockpicks. You got one, right? I do. They were so popular that people that weren't on the original list were all jealous that they didn't get their own little folding lockpicks or uh, lockpick set. See, I got two different kinds from them, either folding lockpicks or a lockpick set with the book right. for the beginners, with all due respect. I, I, I still, I got a folding one. I still carry my original uh, leather pouch like I got for everybody else because I, I, I like the way those feel better. Um, people were jealous that they got shut out, so I had to order more. They made a mistake on the order. Even though the invoice said that I had two of whatever items I ordered. Yeah, people didn't realize that they come in handy. Right. Boy, have you used them yet? Yeah, I, I told to... you. I uh, oh, that's right. You told me. Well, you know, I'm a burnout. I can't remember what you told me five minutes ago, <laughs> much less, well, you know, a week ago. Uh, anyway, they made a mistake on my order. I ordered a couple of this item, a couple of another item, and they, uh, they shorted me a couple items. I uh, sent Larry, the guy that runs the joint, uh, a little email saying, yo, yo. Yo, yo, Larry, <laughs> you uh, you forgot this and that, and just email right back, oh, sorry, our bad, and uh, we'll correct the problem right away, the stuff's in the mail, nanner, nanner. Did I show you my shank? No. I didn't show you my oh, little yes, pen? Oh, yes, yeah, little, yes, you can write with it, and uh, you know I'm going to get busted with this thing, because I'm going to forget, it's just a pen, see, it's a pen, look, I'm writing with it. It's just a pen, but then you can uh, unsheathe a shank. It's a glorified letter opener is what it is, but I'm going to go to the courthouse to pay a ticket or something like that, and I'm going to get thrown to the floor. I'm going to get a boot on my neck. I just know. Back in the old days, before 9-11, I used to take pocket knives all the time on the planes. You put it right in the tray. I'd have a pocket knife on my keychain, a pocket knife in my pocket, Yeah. all kinds of things that turn into knives, like this pen, and you just throw them all in the tray, and you put them back in your pocket, Ain't no thing. You know? Do you get away with that pen right there now? No. This pen here? Yeah. I wouldn't try. Well, yeah. Here, well, here. Let me answer that. Yes, I think I could get away with it because they really aren't doing anything. You know sure. what I mean? They're, it's like hysteria here and then it's hysteria there, but they aren't really doing anything, if you know what I mean. As a matter oh, of fact, I know what you mean. My brother, the one that died, when he came back from California, which was uh, like four months ago when he came back, he had all kinds of knives on him. He was bristling with knives. Really? He took them right onto the plane. Wow. Yeah. QAM, hello. Hey, George. QAM, hello. John Bob. QAM, hello. George. Yes, caller. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up with you? I'm chilling, bro. Hey, uh, thanks for playing my song Friday. Uh, whatever. Hey, uh, let pictures. Did you get pictures of the cans? Of what cans? The ones you were going to the beach with. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Pictures. Uh, if you didn't have pictures, I don't even want to actually, talk to you. Actually, I did take pictures, and I'll, I'll send you some. I'll email uh, you some. All right. Uh, let's see. Hey, they were pretty impressed. I'm like, hey, he's going to play a song about monkeys just for me. And when, when you played it, they were like, ooh. So anyways. Oh, uh, well, pictures. I, I want pictures for payment. Hey, George, you got to go with us next time to the nude yeah, beach. Yeah, right. Man. No, I ain't going to the nude beach. Come go, on, George. Go look at Rasputin. Yeah, okay. I'll take take a look out. at that picture, and then you'll know why I'm not going to the nude beach. I can't measure up. Yeah, well, who cares, dude? I mean, there's... Me? How about me? Yeah, be, it's all good, though. Hey, no, um, it's not. It's not good at all. Hey, you had me laughing so hard on Friday when you talk about your, in your free time how you uh, crawl into the bed in this fetal position and weep. Yeah. I love that. That's me. That's, that's the best, George. Well, that's what I do for fun. Yeah, well, I, you know what I do for fun? No. 
go to new beach with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I have no life. Oh, I, well, I mean, I, I have a life. I'm just, I'm just trying to substitute it for something else. The, the life I have, I, I don't want. I want Josh's life. <laughs> trade you <laughs> the money and everything. Here, you can have. I'll trade you the money. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get, I get youth and status. The, uh, the single status. QAM, hello. You, you can keep your own body. What do you care? You're a what? What? I don't know. I didn't catch it. Was it a suggestion for the poll? Was it pornography? QAM, hello. Jamba? Yes. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Hey, caller. You don't like Will Smith. I'm standing. QAM, hello. Hey, Jorge. Hey, caller. How you doing? Fine, how are you? Hey, that Davalos chick? Yes. She was an angel. She was the, the zapper girl, the thief that uh, was electrified. How, how long ago? I don't remember that. She was only on like maybe four episodes. Must have right been towards, right towards way the end. back when I wasn't. Yeah, like, she was on like four or five episodes. But it must have been like old Angel. No, no, it was newer Angel because it was the one with Gun, the black guy, remember? Yeah. The Zap Gun, they were trying to get something to free Cordelia and all that crap. No, see, I wasn't. I've only watched Angel like the last season. In other words, I didn't start watching. Yeah, it was ninety nine. See, I never watched that. I only this last season, last season and a half of Angel did I ever watch, and only oh. because uh, Spike. That's where he went. I followed him around. Oh, okay, yeah. This they was should right have a series Spike about him. It. Right before they went to Wolfram and Hart, it was right when. Uh... Now, see, I, I picked it up uh, around then. I, I don't know from the pre Wolfram and Hart Angel. Yeah, you got to go back to uh, right before that. She was on. T- she's on TNT every day. She is. Yeah, they repay Angel at five o'clock on TV. Oh, all right. Well, I'll check her out then. Yeah, she's good. Okay, thank all you right. very much. I had Thanks. a prejudice about uh, the whole Angel show because of what's his name? What's his name? Angel, David uh, with the forehead, David Boreanaz. I know who he. I don't like. Yeah, him. I don't like him. I couldn't stand it. That he was another one on the list of just uh, it bugged me. But then when um, when Spike the vampire from Buffy went on there, the white haired guy, because they hate each other. So then I had to watch Angel because um, Spike was going to be insulting him. And insulting his forehead, which of course he did, and that made it good. Nice. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Thank hey, how you for are taking you? my call. Thanks for making a call. Uh, last week you mentioned uh, the movie uh, Jekyll and Hyde together again. Yes, I did. Um, I know that's not too many people are familiar with that one. Hey, it was r- big in, a, in its day. We all loved it. Yeah, now the character in that, that was that pharmacist guy, right? From the from show Friday. Friday. Yes. Yes, very clever, and I'd like to suggest to the listeners that that scene with the toilet in the bathroom, one of the best, one of the best yeah. ever. Um, it's a funny next. movie if you could find it, but you can't. Yes, yes, absolutely, and George, did you ever watch Captain Scarlet growing up? Captain Scarlet? One of those oh, puppet the Jap- type. Oh, yeah. Come on, yeah. You, I hear we talk about those old type. Yeah. Captain it, it Scarlet. Was, there was no Star Blazers. No, but uh, what the heck. Anyway, I look forward to a good summer with you, George, and, and thank you for taking my call. All right, you're very welcome. Stop saying that. We should be paying you to make human calls. You know, we actually want to talk about anything. You know, not that we don't appreciate the Jamba guy, of course. QAM, hello. Yo, George. Yo, yo. Um, I'm sitting here with my friend. I'm trying to explain to him the bit, Bill Cigar. Is yeah, you won't hear that play? again. Huh? You won't hear that. Ever? And you'll hear well. You'll hear the uh, the censored version that Neil made. Yeah, with the bump, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, no, Neil made that. He's got that. Uh, oh. You'll have to wait, wait for him to come back. Oh, hey, hey, and I've uh, I just discovered um, Hunter S. Thompson. I'm I might be behind, but he's a great writer in Gonzo Papers Rule. Yeah, he is. He's he's a good writer, but I don't want to read about other people's drug trips. 
It's, that's another thing. We could add that to the list of things I don't want to watch people doing. Right? Eating, effing, playing games, or getting high. Four fun things that are fun to do. I have no interest in watching anyone else do them. And, and, and just to go back to the sports analogy, because I've heard argue with my friends. I know I'm the mutant. The, the, the whole sports thing. Why don't you want to watch the, the game? Because I like to play games, not watch games. Yeah, but they're way better than we are. Yes. Yeah. No argument there. Acknowledged. That's like Ron Jeremy. Let's just use him as an example since we mentioned him earlier. Is way better at effing than I am. I've seen him in the movies. He's way better than I am. He's bigger. Lasts longer. Right? <laughs> Hats off, Ron. You're way better at it than I am. I don't want to watch him do it. Right? Let's say somebody else has better table manners than you. Like, my table manners are just mediocre at best. I don't know which fork to use. I guess you got to go from the outside in, you know. I'm probably going to wind up using the wrong fork. I'm going to eat my soup before my salad. I don't know. I'm going to do it wrong. That doesn't mean that I want to watch someone else eat just because they know how. They know how to do it right. They're not going to make any table manner mistakes at all. It's going to be a smooth execution. You know, when they eat their soup, the other people... The professional eaters, they take that soup spoon and they and they move it away from them as they scoop the soup, as opposed to towards them. You know what I mean? Like us, right? Us right. peons. You know, we we scoop the scoop like this. You know, we. This is a visual. The audience can't see this, but you know how normal people eat the soup. No, no, a classy person dips the spoon and moves it away from them as they. Ooh, that's. I still don't want to watch. Yeah. You know, well, how is that a good excuse? Oh, but. You gotta watch the pros do it because they're so good at it. Okay, I watched them. Yeah, they sure are good. I still don't understand why I'm supposed to enjoy it. Wow! You know, I am gonna bring in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I want right, to we'll watch, watch it. Again. We'll watch it. But I don't want to read Hunter S. Thompson's uh, sex stories. Now, if Hunter was around, we'll drop acid and go to Vegas, and then we'll talk about it. How's that? See, that's because that's what they did. They went to Vegas and they ate all kinds of chemicals. Not just oh, acid, yeah. of course. But they did that. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I would love to drop acid in Vegas. Can you imagine those lights? I don't think you'd make it. Why, well, that sounds like a challenge, young man. <laughs> 1227 on 560 QAM. It's not going to break. Former President of the United States, Mr. Ronald Reagan, for stem cell research. Well, uh, hello. I was, uh, did you, uh, I, well, uh, did somebody die? Well, there they go again. Hello, I'm Toucan Sam. Yes, that's who I am. Uh, Who died again? I'm glad you asked why. My nose always knows. Oh, Nancy, would you hand me that tree? I uh, need to drain my fluids. Well, where was I? Mule team. Mule team, yes. That was the code name for Baraxo. Mr. Garbachev, hold my pants down. This message paid for by the Partnership for a Brain-Free America. Well, I was just catching up on some old business. Uh, I can't believe that we forgot that that was in there from, uh, you know, from last week during all the bereavement 
the ceremonies. I can't believe it spilled over onto the weekend, onto the weekend morning shows and everything, interviews with this one. As a matter of fact, that's where I saw, you know, Major Gay Len. <laughs> Major Gay. Major Gay. <laughs> on that closed captioning this morning on one of those Today shows or the Harry Smith show with the worst theme in the world. Make it up. I, I can't even, I can't sing it. Starting out a brand new day. What were they thinking? Somebody could have stopped them. You know how long, you you know, like TV takes ten times as long to do anything as radio. And you know how long it takes in radio. Right. It takes a couple days by the time the order comes in for the spot to be done. And there's so much time to stop a bad thing from happening. Somebody could have said something at anywhere at any point along that process, somebody had to listen somebody could and be have like, said, "What the hell? Hey, is hey, that? hey, hey! No, we can't go on the air with that. What are you people thinking? You gonna go on the air with that? No, no, no. We want people to watch the show after the open, not like go screeching for the remote control, like you know, making banana sounds as they go. Yeah. So I was watching an interview with Major Gay Len Jackman this morning, and he was the guy that you see walking around Nancy all the time. He's like Nancy's escort. Nancy's prop. Nancy's arm candy. So that's why that interview, that was this morning. Now we're, we're like squeezing the last drop of juice from this turnip now, this morning. Interviewing the pallbearers over the weekend, interviewing Nancy's escort. Next we're going to be interviewing the limo driver that drove them around. We're going to have to uh, have an interview with the funeral parlor guy that did Reagan's makeup. Oh, and speaking of that, Premiere of Six Feet Under last night. I, I gave up on that show a long time ago. You're smart. You're smart. Of course, it used to be you're okay. You're not married. No, I, I didn't find it okay at any point. I watched. I don't know if it was the first season or not. Uh, I, I think it was. And I know. I, what, I watched it. Yeah, so. it was. I know what it's trying to be. It's just failing, and it's winding up just being sued. They just they don't know how to weave a web together. They I just, just like it's disjointed. Like how long can you make a show about? You know, like, it would be fine if the characters were all interesting. They just, you know what it is? It's like they just don't know what to do. They just, so they just, all right, this one, this is going to happen to them. And then that one, this is going to happen to them. And none of it has anything to do with anything else. It's just wrong. It, it doesn't weave together like the old Sopranos. Yeah. Right? The or old. like the shield where it's just, it's just jelly. It's like a wonderful woven mesh of, uh, of good stuff. It's just... Everything that happens to them is just some gratuitous thing that doesn't have any reason to happen and doesn't have anything to do with what's going to happen next. Yeah, like, I was arguing with my brother. He thinks that this year's Sopranos, this past season, oh. was good. And it's just like... It didn't suck as bad as the previous. I, I said, listen, you know, yeah, the previous season was just abysmal. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just like, just think of the whole season. Like, just say what happened that season. Right. What can you name? Right. Five things right. that, like... Exactly. That, like, you really care. And they, the thing with them is they just keep going into stuff and they just never tell you. Right. They, they're the masters of loose ends. They just keep opening up stuff that they never close down. Yeah, and I'm just like, what happened, you know? Yeah, so now, yeah, at this point, it's like, eh, whatever. Whatever, like when the new season comes around. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it. again, I, I'm going to watch it, you know. Sure, what else is on? Exactly. Nothing. On Nothing. Sunday. And exactly. QAM, hello. Hello. All right, goodbye. QAM, hello. George Midget. QAM, hello. George. I forgot that guy was totally obsessed with Vin Diesel. I don't know why uh, why he loves him so much, but he does. Hello, yeah. Hey, I was laughing earlier when you were talking about uh, Ron Jeremy, uh, and I had heard you years back say something about, 
you know, sports stars are, oh, you shouldn't watch them because they're so good. It's like asking some a porn star to do your wife because he's so good but, at no, it. No, no, not just that, but paying them, because when you buy a ticket, you're paying them to perform so that you can watch. Pay a porn star to do your wife while you watch because they're so much better at it than you are. Well, I got a funny story. I just bought uh, over the weekend this uh, documentary on Ron Jeremy's life called The Legend of Ron Jeremy. Okay. It's you, actually you very it? funny. It's right. and full of hotties. I'll wait for the book. Oh, no, you got to see it. It's really good, and it's no. so much hot women. No. There's this one where he's about to uh, do a scene with this girl, and uh, her husband is there, and he's all proud of her that, he's about to, that she's about to go do a scene with Ron Jeremy. I'll bet, yeah. I couldn't believe it, man. I, I'll oh, and The Sopranos sucks. This last season I saw it, they're doing all this brand marketing, and yeah, you know, like yeah. Tony's like, uh, when he bought his kid the Nissan, he's talking about, mm-hmm. oh, it's the package of the, this is their three-point safety package. He's right. like a spokesman. Right. They're shills. They suck. They do. Love you, George. All right, take it easy. I love you, too, in spite of that whole Ron Jeremy thing. No no, thank you. No interest. Let me, let me say it again. Uh, Ron Jeremy might have had sex with, uh, with some really good-looking women, but the fact that he's had sex with them takes him off of the list of people I want to have sex with, just like that. You? You want to follow Ron? No, I don't want to follow. All right. Well, I'd like to forget. Yeah, well, you can't. Can't. Tainted. Tainted meat, man. Wait, where is That's a quick way to take her off the list of uh, people I, I want. Like, even... And, and there's the dilemma there. Brittany. Ron's coming out of the bedroom. Zipping it up. Your turn. Boyo. I wouldn't know no, what to do. I I, I I I know. I know what to do. Just walk away. Sorry. Sorry, Britt. I'll just I'll just go back to what I always did, just thinking about you in the shower. QAM, hello. Beep boop. What? Hey, good afternoon. How are you? Good, how are you today, George? Just fine. What's up? Uh I'd like to vote on James Arness. Alright. Top you know, Stick him on there, tough, Paladin. Tough guy. Right. And you no, know, nobody will vote for him. And talk about ancient. How how do you even know who he is? And I'm old enough to know George. All right, you sound like, you know no older than uh, me. Thanks, George. Hey, you and got it. A couple other things. Sure. Um, let's see. On the Reagan thing, the Reagan death. I mean, I know yeah, everybody. He's, he's still dead. I I know that, George. I, but the thing, the point I'm trying to make is that <clears throat> I'm a retired military man, George. Okay. And I served under Carter, and the military was absolutely horrendously horrible. As soon as Reagan came into office, he at least gave us semi-decent pay raises and took care of us as soldiers. Right. You know, That's good. No, we put some good things on the poll. He wasn't all bad. I was a Reagan fan at the time. And in closing, George? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was wondering when we were going to get to that. QAM, hello. Hello. QAM, hello. Taco Bell. What? What? What did you say? Did you? Yeah. Is this... Hola. Hola. No. Hey. Hey, I was thinking, yeah, you said I saw that really, that, that was horrible. Not yeah. bad, it was horrible. Yeah. And uh, we said that one movie, I was going to tell you, you watched the whole... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what yeah, I mean? saw it on cable. I waited for it. To... See, I got actually got a pirate copy uh, ahead of time, yeah. so I, I knew better than to go see it in the theater. 
Um, so I, I waited for it to come on TV. But what do you think was, what do you think was so bad about it? Was about it, the Hulk? Was it uh, Hulk the way he looked, or was it that wasn't enough Dude, of him? I or? saw better special effects on uh, old school Gumby. Had better claymation special effects than the Hulk. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That looked like a bad cartoon. It looked like Super Friends. You didn't like that scene outside in the desert, him running around him when he was beating up uh, the You know what? If they had just changed... All right, a little bit of editing, and then you change the title to The Hulk Cartoon. Then it would have been maybe acceptable more, yeah, more movie. Acceptable, it was yeah. cheese ball. And the fight with the dogs was kind of cool, but that was the worst CGI I ever saw in yeah. my freaking life. Hey, speaking of that, you, uh, you, don't, you don't watch anything like this movie. I had to go watch, uh, I was forced, I guess, to go watch a Shrek, too. I haven't seen it yet. I heard it was hysterical, though. It, it is pretty funny, man, but I'm amazed on the... Uh, on that, whatever they do on that, the animation, man, it's incredible. It yeah, looks, well, you've uh, got to so see the uh, the Animatrix. I brought that in just to have something planned on the uh, on the PowerBook G4 that I'm borrowing right yeah. now. You need to see the Animatrix if you like good CGI. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, well, then never mind. Forget All right, no. that. All right. Dolly. Take it easy. 18 till 1, 560 QAM. God. Oh. Uh-oh, Kleenex. Now, from KTL Records, comes a new recording so unbelievable, it's a must for all collectors. You love Billy Bob Thornton in his Academy Award-winning film, Sling Blade. Now hear him sing the best of the police as Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. Don't thank my own can. Work a hard to plan. Wrecking. You also get And who can forget the police classic? Roxanne. You don't have to turn on the red light. And if you order now, you get Sting Blade Storytellers. When I wrote this song, I was in the nervous house, looking out the window, hoping I would get out someday. If you love somebody, if you want me to kill someone for you, set me free. With a lawnmower blade, set me So, if you like the way he talks, and I like the way you talk, then you've got to have Billy Bob Thornton as Stingblade. Order now. I like the way he talks. I'm just uh, surfing around here trying to find some more information on that. Uh, what's her name? Is it Davalos? Alexa Davalos? Sounds uh, sounds Greek to me. And we haven't added anything to this poll for a while, so we can. What have we left off? A lot, I'm sure. Action stars, not action actors. Because we're not going that crazy for it. And you know, we haven't gotten the martial artist that I thought we would get. Like, how about that? Don't put it down, because nobody said it. Everybody thought he was going to be the next big thing that, uh, what's his name? See, uh, Jeff Speakman. Remember him? See? No. Oh, he was a badass. If you liked the way that Steven Seagal uh, moved, 
I just like how he, yeah. how he chooses, to, like, you know, let's break an arm he and then breaks. go for the throat. That, oh, that's you know? it. We, we talked about it. Me and my friends, it's like, let's go watch this Steven Seagal movie. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, but he always breaks limbs. Yeah. You can count on him Fair breaking hands, limbs. You know, right. A group of guys, with six guys with guns, you're done. Arm around backwards, breaking a limb. How are we doing on the poll? 494 right now on who's your favorite action star? Harrison Ford, 99. Clint Eastwood, 68. See? We shouldn't have oversought, oversighted Clint there. Arnold, 54. Steve McQueen, 53. Pretty close there. Bruce Willis, 42. Sean Connery, 31. Bruce Lee, a lot of Bruce's, 25. Oh, Bruce is a manly name. Jackie Chan, 24. Charles Bronson, 23. Steven Seagal, we were just talking about him, 15. Eight each for Vin Diesel, Chuck Norris, and Keanu. That's got to be the chicks voting for Keanu. I don't know any guy that likes Keanu. Well, period. Or, or as an action star, especially. Not that he was terrible in those Matrixes. He's just got this aura, like I just don't... He's, he's Ted of Bill and Ted. Yeah, that's oh, and that's all dude. I... <laughs> like, he totally should not be making any other kind of movie. That's him, like, man. What are they doing putting me in this dangerous liaisons, Ted? Whoa, what forsooth art thou saying, dude? <laughs> like I'm just so blown away by your English accent. Angelina Jolie, 7. The Rock, 7. Jet Li, 7. Sigourney Weaver and Sylvester Stallone each have 4. Come on, Sigourney. Hugh Jackman, 3. Hugh ain't bad. I got no complaints about Hugh. No? And the, uh, as, as Wolverine, did you see it yet? Did you see the X2 yet? You got to catch up. At least summer's coming. We're going to be talking about all these summer fun movies, so you've got some true. homework to do. Will Smith has 3. Tied with Hugh Jackman. That's wrong. Gene Reno. We finally found out his name is Gene Jean. I don't know. It's French. He's the big-nosed guy in The Professional, and he's been in other movies. He was um, in La Femme Nikita, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm not sure. The original La Femme Nikita, not the um, Bridget. Um, I don't know. I know Bridget Fonda. And James Arnaz, zero. Phew! Oh, bless you. I kind of imploded there. I didn't take a proper sneeze breath. 5670560 and Dayton Broward, pound 560 is free if you have Verizon Wireless. 877-785-6345 is toll free everywhere else. QAM, hello. Yeah, uh, hey, I don't know. George? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Listen, I just wanted to get your take on, on if you're a fan of uh, uh, Alien and or Predator. Sure, and the new movie. Oh, dude, I saw the, finally, in the theater last night, as a matter of fact, I saw the extended uh, good Good Time trailer for that. And it, I'll, I'll see it, although I was more excited about it uh, before I saw the trailer, because I, I'm not sure of the uh, the premise. Right. You know, like, I see, the whole thing, it, I thought it was supposed to take place out in space. Yeah, that's what uh, I thought, Like, too. here we go again, we landed on another planet, and, and, oh, the aliens are here, and so are these guys, but no, apparently it's uh, it's here. It's here on Earth. Uh, do you think this will go into uh, Robocop vs. Terminator one day? No. That's an old line. I never read any of the comics, but I know people that, that did, that, that swear that it's a great storyline. It is. I'm going to go back and start reading comics again. I don't think so. Yeah. Dark Horse did a good job with that. I think so. But supposedly it's a really good storyline, and it's been out there, and they already set it up in the second Predator, which wasn't bad. We could put Danny Glover on this list, but uh, nobody said his name, so we won't. <laughs> I won't either. All, All right. right. Yeah. What's wrong with Danny? He wasn't convincing enough for you? You saw the second Predator, right? Yes, yes. Was there, was there anything wrong with that movie? No. No. Danny was fine, wasn't he? Sure. Sure. Doesn't qualify, does he? No. no. <laughs> oh, Danny. What was wrong? Nothing. Nothing, really. He just wasn't. He was just a guy. Yeah. 
I I don't know. I can't. I'm, I'm saying, put his name. Nah, nah. But they set it up. They had the alien head in the spaceship, and we were all very excited about that. Oh, look at that! It's an alien skull. So we knew that probably they were going to be doing that alien versus predator, which they should. And I'll be there to see it. As a matter of fact, that's movico-worthy. I'll be driving out west to see that out in the swamp early, matinee. I'd like to go on Sunday morning. You know, since we got Keanu Reeves, and he's not really in action, yeah, in my opinion. put Danny on there? Just no, uh, you know, Wesley Snipes, no. Blade. Oh, Wesley. You know what? I was thinking Wesley when I was thinking of this poll. we got to put Wesley on there because of all the Blade business. QAM, hello. Hey, little man. QAM, hello. Yeah, I want to uh, make a nomination. Where are you? What are you? What is I'm it? I'm in Hollandale. No, oh, all right. Let's go to Hollandale. Okay. Go for it. You're on the air right now. I was just, uh, you know, messing with you. Oh, right on. Yeah, I want to uh, nominate Michael Dudikoff. Okay, so Michael American, Dudikoff. Dudikoff. American Ninja movies, and he was great in Bachelor Party. So all he's right. A very, he's a very dynamic actor. I don't think he'll get five votes, but what do I know? Hey, you got one for, from here. So, all right. Hey, one in Hollandale for Michael Dudikoff. You got it, Josh. Please. Michael Dudikoff? <laughs> Duty. QAM, Hello. Hello? Hello. George? Caller? Uh, I just want to refresh a little bit about the Jane Reno. Okay. It's uh, he, he was Jean? Yes. Jean? Yes, How right, right. Right, right. It's the Jane Reno. Okay. And he was a partner, if you remember the Ronin, he was a partner with the Robert in year too. Right, you're right. That was not a bad movie. Oh, yeah. I watched he's, he's good. He's good. He's very good. It's just that nobody knows who he is. Right, right. But actually, the way how he acts, you know, it's kind of cool. Understated guy. And by the way, the professional comes with my seal of approval, which means a money-back guarantee recommendation. That's true. All right. Totally on you. Nothing, nothing wrong with that at all, especially, and in, in the most important part to me is the ending. It's got to have a good ending. Because what's worse than that? You spend all this time on a movie, and it's good, and then the end is just flat. you got to end it well. And, and the professional ends real good. It's a real good ending. I don't know if you ever you ever see that movie Contact with uh yeah Jody. that's okay. a perfect example. That, now that now that whole movie relied on the ending. Yeah, it did. And it is just you know setting everybody and just the it worst. was a kick in the nard. Oh, how could Carl Sagan let that happen? Because supposedly it was based on a book that he wrote. I didn't read the book. I'm not going to read the book. Maybe somebody out there did read the book. Tell me that the book didn't end that way. It was such, see, I hate that. That's a per, I'm glad you brought that up. Perfect example of what not to do to an audience. Same thing with like Blair Witch. Well, yeah, when you build somebody, the whole movie's just building. Nothing, I, I'm like, right. nothing happened the whole movie, but I'm sitting there right. glued. I'm like, you know what? The, the whole movie get, right, was there. a struggle to get to the end. Yes. And, you're, and they do it. They do it. They do it. They do it. It's time to see the alien. Time for the alien payoff. Nah. Here comes daddy. Yeah, make like, say I've done I've done entire shows on the whole concept because people will argue. With, I, I know film sued people that will argue this principle with me. The whole oh uh, you got to make up your own ending or they're they're leaving it up to you. You have to decide what happened. And some people think that that's a, a good thing. That that's a, an acceptable way to end a movie is to leave it. Up to the audience. Well, how about if I leave the middle and the beginning up to me, too, and not give you any money and not buy a freaking ticket? You're supposed to be telling me a story. Tell me the story all the way to the end, like the argument that Neil and I have about Magnolia. Because some of the storylines end, like the whole business with uh, Tom Cruise and his, and his dad and the Jason Robards character. That's a good little storyline, and they bring it to an end, and it ends. It's over. Other storylines... 
because in the movie they keep bouncing around from different characters. This one, this right. one, this one. That's like an, an anthology, I guess. And they just keep going from one character to another, to another, to another, to another. Right? Yeah. They, you're used to, and it's a long movie. You're used to them cutting away from a character in a storyline that you're interested in. Okay, no problem. They're cutting away. You keep thinking that they're going to go back to them, but then they don't. At the, the movie, the end of the movie comes. They end a couple of storylines, and then other storylines that you were waiting for them to resolve and get back to, they just never go back to them. That bugs the hell out of me. Yeah, Contact was a rip. Oh, total, total rip. Like, like Blair Witch, we could, we could make a list. Maybe we did. I think we did this before. QAM, hello. Bad endings. George. Yes. How you doing? Fine, how are you? Pretty good. I'm um, surprised no one put Mel Gibson if for no other reason the Road Warrior and Mad Max. I thought we put Mel on there. I said Mel at the beginning. I haven't heard it, so that's the only reason I called, just to... to you know, you're right. We said Mel at the very beginning. Because <clears throat> even if you hate him, because of his whole crazy Catholicism and this whole yeah. Passion of Christ business, Road Warrior uh, is maybe the, one of the best greatest. Yeah, and not only that, movie. Um, part four is supposed to be coming out, Fury Road, like within the next, uh, I guess within the next year, they're they're mm. making it right now, as mm. I... As I understand. See, like, number three shouldn't have been made. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of touching going number three, but... Because they I, kind of... Listen. The ending of it was kind of like... They, they, they stole yeah. ideas from the why previous... Did they do that? Why, why did they hire One a guy? One of those guy? guys died, though, I think. Um, either Byron Kennedy or George Miller. One of those guys died before the making of the third one, and I think that might have had a lot to do with what ended up... You know, as a finished Is product. it? Because they... It's like half of it right up to, until he they make him leave town. It was all right. There was nothing wrong with it. The the Thunderdome business was all right. And the, you know, the pig crap right. was all right. And uh, Tina Turner, was she was kind of cool. And that whole scene in the loft, that was cool. I could watch that over and over again. Well, but then it, it turned it, into a kitty movie. Yeah, you're right. And, and by it, the it, way, it can't he can't be the road warrior on a train. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see which direction they go now because um, uh, so, I'm so not much gonna, further in Yeah, I'm not going to get my hopes up. All right. Well, thanks anyway. All right. Thank you very much. Well, you know, it's good to know. Don't be insulted. It's not like he's making the movie. Just once they burn you with a sequel, how are you going to... You know what? Like, I didn't think that the uh, third Matrix would be worth anything at all. And it was better than the second one. It was almost like they were trying to apologize. Sorry, we you know, muddled up the second one with a whole bunch of gobbledygook that really didn't have anything to do with anything. Or didn't even need to be didn't involved need to be there. at all. No, it not been at all. Right, it would have been. So, But the third one was like, all right, all right, sorry about that. Here, how about if we just close everything out now? Let's just pretend that a whole bunch of that stuff didn't happen. And let's just have a whole bunch of fights and end this thing already. And we're like, okay, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. And, and they did it. One till one on 560 QAM. <laughs> Wonderful WQAM, where the action is. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is, your plan slightly transformed A little summer break from the norm All because you didn't get A's and B's You're now sitting in a stuffy hot room with no breeze 
If you'd only pass that last class You'd be with your friends at the beach at the beach bash Ain't gotta worry about uneven tan lines Now you with your teacher and taking summer school in the summertime Summer, summer, summer school That's where you are now, you fool Summer school Summer, summer, summer school That's where you are now, you fool One hundred three on five sixty QAM. Yeah, this is always a fascinating kind of a blind date hookup. The Christian chick and the uh, is he an atheist? Yeah, atheist guy. Yeah. And yeah, they just had the little word bubbles up. Blind date is a good show to to watch during a radio show. Kind of kind of just you know the little bubbles, and then like we were just bitching. You can make up your own story as far yes. as what they're saying and uh, and whatnot. Yeah, Christian chick and atheist guy, and he likes to argue. He likes chicks who like to argue. Well, good luck to you. Yeah. Are you going with that? I, I've been there for a while there. Oh, man. For a while there, when I was not a Christian, I still knew a lot of, a lot of Christian people, girls included. And, uh, and it was fun for a while, arguing with them and, uh, and seeing if you could uh, get to them. As a matter of fact, Boca Brian wrote a song about it, Phony Holy Born Again, about the, uh, the tack I used to take. Because you can just pretend. Or, or you can do this. You can pretend to be a project. And then they'll just keep going out with you and see who gives first. But I just don't have the patience for that anymore. Oh, yeah, and I'm married. You know, and as, as far as I'm sure you have experience in it, too, just like when I was in school, because I went to the private school also, always in Christian school. Oh, and yeah, it's I just like, you know, how far you got to go before you uh, break these girls. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's well, such a process. Yeah. And you got to give in as far as, oh, you know, I love sure, Jesus. You humor them. Sure, yeah. Jesus. And, you know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. And uh, It's just a different plan of attack. You have to act like everything that's happening is a total accident. Oh, well, no, we just happen to be in this isolated romantic spot just by accident. Because this is where the soda machine is, or or something. Oh, I just you know my hand just fell into your pants there. Yeah, yeah. It just you know you know it's totally. You after afterwards you apologize and say you know sorry it won't happen again. And the that's... exception to that was Bible camp, which was <laughs> like sex camp. Yeah. Oh, oh all right, I, all right. I don't want to be accurate. Heavy petting camp, because with them as long as they could still say that they're a virgin, that's all that mattered. Right. They just. They just Need to be able to say that they're a virgin. But, uh, all right. Anything so, else? Applies? Yeah. So you fill in all the other blanks. QAM. Hello. Sorry about that hold business. George. Yes. Got another name for you for the poll. Please. Thank you. What about the muscles from Brussels? Oh, uh, you know, Jean Claude. Uh, we can't say his last name anymore. Exactly. Right. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Bloodsport. All right. Time cop. Bloodsport. <laughs> Bloodsport. Great movie. Bloodsport was... I liked Bloodsport, and then I hated him. And then I decided that I hated him in every other movie that he was in. I, and if, he, if I see him doing the splits one more time, I'm going to split my brain open with an axe. But you like Bloodsport. I liked Bloodsport. Right. Bloodsport That's was one of my fun. favorite of all Bloodsport time. Bloodsport was right fun there. when he dips his fists into the ground glass there. What is the, what did he, have the, he had the glue, like yeah. the horse glue. Like Tom Pole. Yeah, and he's grinding. <laughs> I mean, well, how can you not like that? Hey, look, ground glass. I'm a sucker for a cheap gimmick like that. Yeah. Like, woo! Look at that. <laughs> QAM, hello. Police! QAM, hello. Jumbo! QAM, hello. QAM, hello. Yeah. I can go all through them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on, George? How you doing? Good, good. Listen, what about Charles Bronson? He's on there, and he's doing well, as a matter of fact. Hey, also, he's got 25 I saw, votes. I saw a he's movie this beach. weekend. I rented a video, man. It was called Mystic River. You seen that thing? Mr. Who now? Mystic River. Oh, Mystic River, no. 
Oh, man. I heard good it, things. It's supposed to be very good. No, no, no. It sucked. As okay. a matter of fact, <laughs> it, just goes to, it, it goes to show that you can have a movie full of great actors. You can, it goes to show you could have a movie full of great actors, yeah. but... This is the story, oh, I, know. Right? I mean, it just really bit the big one. All right. Anyway, have a good one, George. You too. Thanks a lot. <laughs> like uh, like Six Degrees of Separation. Well, they, they, I don't know if you call Will Smith a great actor. He's an adequate actor. I, I couldn't get over that. I couldn't get over that, and I didn't like the Independence Day. Couldn't get over that. It's not like he ruined that movie, but he was a part of what ruined that movie. Just... And you know what? It was like, because from the makers of Independence Day, the day after tomorrow, very similar thing. A lot of flash right up front. A lot of flash and splash right up front, which was great. When I saw Independence Day in the theater, there was applause after the initial alien invasion. You know, the one where they blow up all of the stuff. The, uh, they, they zero in on the Empire State Building and, and blow it up and everything. Right. After that big mosaic of things blown up, there was actually, like, an ovation applause in the audience for that. And then, of course, the movie started stinking. And it wasn't Will's fault entirely. His portion of it was his fault. The fact that we had a, a, a president that looked about 30, who was making all of these really lame speeches, you know, saying stuff that, like, grade schoolers would write. Like, did they ever make you write papers like, why do you love America? And the, and the third graders write down why you love America. It was like... The worst of the papers that came across, that's what the president was, was throwing out there, like his speeches. We're going to go, and you know, just nauseating, nauseating, sappy crap. And, and, of course, he's a pilot. And, of course, the president's going to fly in combat. You know it. And, of course, we're going to save the world with a power book. All right, well, now I know how powerful power books are. I now you know. You could bring down an entire invading alien fleet. With a keystroke from a power book. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. How you doing? How are you? Fine, thanks. Listen, I was a kid, and the greatest action hero I used to love, I'm sure half the audience never heard of him, but was Errol Flynn. Oh, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Every movie he made was Every one. You know, and there's all the rumors, and Neil likes to talk about, you know, Gerald Flynn, and, and I, you know, I don't care. Errol had it down. The Robin Hood, the Captain Blood, you name it. Custer's Last Stand, right. Gentleman Jim yeah. Corbett. He was a good, slick actor. And, and, and another perfect example of how you could be a tough guy without telegraphing it, without just constantly verbally reminding everyone how tough you are. Absolutely correct, sir. All right. Thank you so Thank much. very much. Errol freaking Flynn, man, one of the originals. Of, we could go back and put some of the originals on there, but I'll wait for them to say it. All right? We're not going to put them on there just because I remember their names. QAM, hello. George. Hey. Hey. Um, is Jesse in the, in the poll? Yes, he is. As a matter of fact, let me check the progress. He's got 10 votes so far. All right. Okay. Nothing That's wrong right. with him. He's like five foot two or something, isn't he? Of course, Bruce, he's Bruce Lee was... five foot two, and he's fast as like me. Yeah, he is. Like, Bruce, Bruce was five foot two, and he would go to Muscle Beach and pick fights with steroid junkies. I hope Jackie Chan's not on that list, is he? Who? Jackie? Jackie yeah, Chan. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's uh-huh. got to be. He's got 30 votes. Oh, well. All right, take it easy. What's wrong with Jackie? I mean, he's not a great actor. The thing is, I know he's overrated. He fights. He fights like he's scared. Like, like Jesse, he goes in at it, and he has right. a serious face. Jesse's always, Jackie's always crying and running around. Okay, fight. no, you're right. He's comic. He's a yeah. comic action guy. You're right. Exactly. But that, later. Uh, a lot of people like that. That's the appeal. You know what I mean? It's like he's constantly on the defensive. QAM, hello. 
Hello? QAM, hello. Hey, is George there? Speaking. George. Caller. How about uh, Pierce Brosnan? You got him on there yet? We do now. He did a lot of good stuff. He's just fine. No arguments here. So, hey, are you going to see iRobot this summer with Will Smith? I was just talking. I've got a huge dilemma. You didn't hear my analogy? No, sorry. Here, Here's my analogy. What would you do? Brittany calls you up. Britney <laughs> Spears calls you up. She says, I want you now. Here's your chance, big boy. You show up. You knock on the door. Ron Jeremy opens it up with his shirt off, and he's zipping his pants up, and he says, your turn. <laughs> and what do you I, do? I go see iRobot. All right. See ya. <laughs> Take it easy. It's so tainted now. How can... Oh, you know I'm going to have to see it. You know that, right? Yeah, you're going to have I, to. I went to see whatchamacallit in spite of my Vin Diesel aversion. And that's not supposed to be a good movie, The Chronicles of Riddick. It didn't suck hard. Let me say it again. The guy's hanging from harnesses with straps, hanging on the outside of a spaceship. Oh, by the way, the spaceship is designed for this. It's got these arms with pulleys and cords and ropes and straps that hang off of it. It's specifically designed to have a guy hanging on each side of it, swinging around in the breeze on the ice planet. I was doing that last weekend. Yeah, sure. It's a sport. It's called uh, bounty huntership hanging. And they're out there with their handheld uh, net guns. Now, a ship like that, it's all sleek and fast and everything. It can't have just a net gun where the gunner on the inside can fire off the, 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 the snare gun, right? The gun that shoots the web. Yeah. Like you saw the running that, man. No, no we've got to have guys hanging from brackets, swinging from ropes, hanging on the outside, swinging all around. Oh, what else is, how else is Riddick going to jump up with his knife and cut the guy loose from the outside of the ship? How is that going to happen if you don't have a guy? Oh, here's another thing you're going to get tired of watching this movie. Riddick stands on top of everything. All right? Where's Riddick? Did you look up? Because if you don't see him, he's standing on top of you. Where's Riddick? He's on top of the ship. You know how they have turrets that, like, come up out of the ground, like elevator, the elevator, the turret raises up out of the ground. Where's Riddick? On top of it. If it raises up, or if it's got a top side to it, Riddick's on top of it. 113 on 560 QAM. Attorney General Janet Reno has purchased a red Ford pickup truck and plans to travel the countryside when her term ends later this month. Hi, I'm Janet Reno, road warrior. Before you head out on the open highway, here's a few things you should know about. First off, make sure you're empty before you leave the house. Seems simple enough, yet most people don't know driving with poopy pants is the 47th leading cause of accidents. Secondly, avoid rest stops. They're nothing but breeding grounds for circus clowns covered with cold sores. Remember, if you have to stop there, don't share their chapstick. That's the 114th leading cause of accidents. And if you've been roadbound for over a week and you're feeling the itch in your loins for some hot, sticky monkey love, do not, I repeat, do not pick up hitchhikers in Nebraska. Seven out of ten residents of the Cornhusker State do not put out. 
Trust me, they're a time waster. They all want to wait for their married. And trying to convince them to take something off is the 412th leading cause of accidents. I'm Janet Reno, and I'll see you on the road. Be looking for Janet Reno's Red Ford pickup truck traveling the countryside later this month. What is it? 118-560-WQAM. Jim Manage at 2. Hank at 4. He'll be at Shula Stake 2 in Miami Lakes. 7 o'clock, it's Orlando Al Zagari. Eddie K at uh, 10. And then at 2 o'clock, Sporting News Radio. All the way until 5 a.m. in the Howard David Show. It just says Howard David here. doesn't say uh, Howard and Steve. But it's Howard and Steve, right? They're all back together. Right. They're close. They're chummy. Everything's all good now. It's a duet. Oh, I'm, here I am punching up phone lines, and uh, there's nobody on there. 5670560 in Dayton Broward. Pound 560 is free on your cell phone if you have AT&T Wireless. 877-785-6345 is toll-free everywhere else. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Hey, caller. Hey, how you doing? All right, how are you? Uh, what is your opinion on the born identity with Matt Damon? It wasn't bad. I, think it was I didn't great. think I'd like it. I, I saw it. Neil insisted that I watch it, and uh, well, we don't agree about a lot of things, and movies is one of them, except for The Godfather. And uh, yeah, I was uh, surprised at how much I liked it. Right, and did, have you seen the previews for the new one? Yes, I have, and it looks great too. I can't wait. I think it's going to be better than the other one. You want us to put your boy Matt on this list? Yeah, I think so. I he, think he qualifies. Matt Damon, I don't think he'll do too well compared to some of these others, but still, that was just fine. As a matter of fact, he did a good example of a guy that was a good action star without being a, uh, a big bucket-headed steroid junkie. Yeah, I think he did a very good job. Uh, another thing, I really like your show when you do put a lot of your uh, personal experiences into the show. Oh, you're the one. It, it's very, very good. <laughs> All right, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> if only he could hear this, the real stuff, <laughs> the off-air stuff. Josh and Miguel hear it all the time because we do appearances together. And that's all there is to do with those appearances is we bitch about bitches. Yeah. <laughs> bitching about bitches. Two hours of bitching about bitches. Matter of fact, we should sell tickets to that show. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> just don't, don't interrupt us when you walk up to one of those appearances. Just eavesdrop. Just lean your head over and listen to, like, like me and Miguel especially. Especially listen to Miguel saying, why didn't I listen to you, man? QAM, Hello. Hey, hey, how are you? Wait, wait, hold on. While Miguel's in the studio there, swing the mic over to Miguel. Are you prepared for the freaking Cuban kitty parties that you're going to have to live up to? Did you hear me at the beginning? Kind of. For a three-year-old, not only did they rent a freaking palace with, with rooms like this room had all the electronic games, then they had the pool room and the domino room and the big room with the smooth floor for the roller skating activity, the wall climbing room with the bounce house, the toddler room with all of the toddler climbing things. Well, this is all like a dandy bear or something, This right? is This is for one party. This is you rent this place for one party. This isn't like anybody can just be there. There's only one party going on here for one three-year-old, my cousin's wife's brother's son. All right? Yeah, I you know that. Primo. Anyway, <clears throat> not one clown. They had the face-painting, balloon-tying clown okay. over there, right? right? They had the performance audience participation clown over here with the kids, putting on a show for the kids in front of the camera. Oh, professional photographer and camcorder guy. They had the, the, the kitty DJ with the sound system, the kitty DJ spinning... Old McDonald and this old man, and yeah, you know it, taking requests. What? Not even Britney at this point. No, no. And four, freaking four Disney characters, all with the big Disney heads and everything. We're talking Main Street Parade Disney characters. Dude, that sounds like a blast, actually. It was a blast. Hey, open bar. 
Hard liquor. Beer over here, of course, it's a Cuban party, so there's no good beer there. They had Coors. Oh. Yeah. It's either that, it's either Coors or... Heineken! Or Budweiser. That's fine. I'll take that no, any no, day. No, not, not for me. But but I, I stuck with the hard liquor. Thank you very much. You can always count on that. What, your screwdriver? party? No, no. They had they had whiskey. Okay. They had Canadian Club. That was just fine Good, for this me. Was, this was fun. It was a fun party. No, my point to you is, are you prepared to put that on? Will I still be working here? Where else are you going to be working? Well, then I, there's no chance I can't hell. swing a party like that. <laughs> no, I can't either. But you have to. No, not, like not I tried to explain to the wife, like for the kid's first birthday, I'm sitting there with the yellow pages on my lap, and I'm ordering pavilions and folding chairs. Dude, just go to Dandy Bear. And just yeah, yeah. Go there, and then you're done. I, I think we're going to leave town, and she's like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, I'm seeing if we can afford the pavilion, the folding chairs, and the bounce house. What are you talking about? The kid's bir- And, of course, the wife is, you know, white trash crackers. She's like, no, no, Kitty's birthday party. The parents drop the kids off. You have cake and ice cream. The parents, would you say what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, right, right. The parents <laughs> drop the kid off. Like, <laughs> if the parties say uh, 12 to 3, the parents drop the kid off at 12. They pick him up at 3. We have cake we have ice cream three three hours pin the tail yeah yeah i know trust me this is how the gringos do it and then they have uh some games like pin the tail on the donkey and maybe Mm. if it's a high class gringo party there will be one performance guest one costumed character like a clown or uh like for my kid we had uh, the pink power ranger yeah yeah well, well, yeah, a party like that, yeah, that's about three hours. Cause it's about three hours. Leave. It's a kid. This is how the gringos do it. I'm thinking, how soon can I change my name? Because wow. we, we really skated on the first kid, and now we have the new baby. And we have a house now, so no excuse. I, I can't. I'm having a Chillers, nightmare. It's in I'm having a freaking nightmare. This is my family. They're expecting me to live up. This is the, the, the bar has been raised so far above my head, and as a short guy, I'm used to that. But still, I... I can't even come close to that. Above your head. It's point. It's point, but I wear a hat usually. By the way, something. Yeah. The speech from the president on Independence Day kicked ass. <sighs> that was good. That made me want to get in and, and go. Grown. That was awesome. Made Grown. me want to go. What, a, what about and, the, and the great guy? He was funny. You know, these aliens, they had never taken over a planet where they had laptops. They had never run into that before. Where do you think they came from? Took them totally by surprise. The yeah. laptop, that was all their idea. A portable computer? The aliens never would have thought of that. That's awesome. <laughs> With Bluetooth? The Starbucks is all their idea, man. <laughs> QAM, hello. You're okay. QAM, hello. Hello. By the way, this PowerBook G4, Bluetooth, uh, it's got everything. It's uh, wireless. It's uh, internal. Go ahead, sir. Hey, how you doing, George? All right, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I just tuned in late. Uh, I don't know if you guys spoke about uh, some of the new movies that they have coming up. Some of the new what now? The new movies they we, have coming out. We have. Summer. We talked about them, yes, as a matter of oh. fact. But we can oh. keep doing it. I mean, we have four hours to kill. We're almost done. Okay. What do you think about uh, the Alien and uh, Terminator? Wait. Can't the wait. Alien and... Uh, Predator. A- AVP. Predator, yeah. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. I'm good to go. I, I saw the preview for Serve that, it up uh, now. That's right. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Yeah, I, I think. I, I want I, to. I, I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, can't I wait. I loved it. Okay, George. All right. Take All it right, easy. Bye. Of course, it's probably going to disappoint me somehow. They don't always disappoint me, you know. Sometimes you'll go to a movie and you think that it's just going to be cheeseball schlock, like RoboCop. And it turns out to be a really good movie with all the right elements. The pacing was good. The acting was good. The story was good. The script was good. Right? Yeah, I love it. And, and the end. The end was like, 
the whole audience stood up and was like, Woo! Just like that. Woo! It was exciting. It's like, what a good, clever ending. And in case you haven't seen it, go ahead, because I'm not going to ruin the ending for you. It was good ending. QAM, hello. George. Caller. Got another name for you. How about Samuel L. Jackson? Okay, let's put Samuel L. on there. Okay. Mr. Shaft. Yes. Or at least the new version Well, the new Shaft. Shaft. I, I didn't see it. I, I like Sam. He just happens to... Well, when you make as many movies as he does, uh, half of them have to be that. Well, yeah, but it's true. He's just got... You know, he's a and bad he did, leap. He did a bad... Yeah, he is. But he did yeah. a bad, bad job in those Star Wars movies. Well... Yeah, and and by that I mean not good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's no Jedi. <laughs> no, well, he just he was just flat. He just like he didn't even care that he was there. Because I mean, you know how he talks, and you know what that. Uh, well, I know how he can act. Exactly. I know how he can and perform. He, he is no Jedi. He totally didn't show up for work. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right, man. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah, I was so disappointing, but of course, you know, it's not like the movie was his fault. None of those movies were his fault. We blame George. We blame Lucas and the people that allowed it to happen, the people around him. See, we weren't around him, so they can't tag us with those movies. If we had been around George Lucas, we would have we would have held him down, right? We would have kidnapped him and uh, taken him out to a swamp shack and chained him up, gotten it right, yeah, and and, and beat some sense into him. <laughs> hey, George. That Jar Jar character. Oh my! Just, just beat him. Just beat him until we can Jar 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 right out of his head. Jar him right out of there. What are you thinking? <sighs> On that note, one twenty-eight five sixty WQAM. This gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Till two five sixty WQAM. Don't forget the Mad Dog at two, and uh, that's the song I was talking about earlier. As far as you know, dating dating the born agains, because you can do that. 
like I mentioned, the pastor's daughter coming back from Bible college, all preggered. It, you know, it was an immaculate conception of what it was. Because, God forbid, they should take precautions. See, it's more of a sin. See, I, I don't get that, since the fundamentalists don't believe in degrees of sin. That, that's the Catholics. There's no such thing as a big sin or a little sin. Yeah, they're all the same. To a fundamentalist, any, any taint of sin will, will, you know, burn you in hell will disqualify you from the grace of God, Allah, heaven. So, just like a little white lie, for example, is as bad as the eating a baby with barbecue sauce. It matters not to God. So, why do they play the sin game? See, a premeditated sin is just as bad as a accidental sin, or a non-meditated sin, a spontaneous sin. But they really believe that if they don't carry condoms on them, when they do fall into it, sex, God won't be as mad at them. See, if they plan to have sex and carry a condom on them, then they're, they're bad. I, I guess they see it as like length of time sin. Like, I'm sinning all the while I have this condom on me. I'm going to have to ask for forgiveness pretty much continuously. Which, if you do believe the Bible literally, you pretty much have to do that. Almost <laughs> The way it slices, almost everything that you do is a sin. Since you can sin by thinking ever since Jesus opened up that can of worms, you know, but the whole adultery in your heart. Because if it applies to adultery, it applies to anything else. Right? Lust yeah. after woman, that's sin. Right? Absolutely. So you got to ask for forgiveness for lusting. All right? What if, uh, what if you're a booze hound and you're, uh, you know, fantasizing about taking a drink? Well, that's a sin. So you have the, the sin of thought. So based on that, you just better be asking for forgiveness continuously. So why not carry a condom to Bible college? And it happens all the time. And then you hear those stories about the Christian kids that got pregnant, the Christian girls that got pregnant because they had no idea that babies come from that. <laughs> you laugh. It, it happens all the time. QAM, hello. Hello. Goodbye. QAM, hello. George. Caller. What's up, dude? Did you hear? You're talking about religion. Did you hear about the uh, uh -oh. the bishops' conference that they're going to have? No. Uh, that they're trying to revise all the uh, all the rules and stuff of the Catholic Church, like giving a communion to uh, abortion doctors and stuff like that. Yeah, well, the Catholic Church, they reinvent themselves all the time based on attendance levels. Whatever, but there was just a revision of... of of, you know, the law and all that. By the way, where was this party at? Where was it at? Um, the party place, the party something, right off the Palmetto in like 36th Avenue by the airport. No. Oh, not Dandy Bear then. No, not Dandy Bear. And one more thing, was Mom there? Yeah, yeah, Mom. Oh, there. man, come on, tell me some stories, man, all right? No, nothing. She's been she's been good lately, and, and, and I'm not holding back, because uh, trust me, if she did anything new, um, although it was funny to watch her because... Uh, like I was, I was doing the uh, the daddy duck because wow. this is a sprawling place. So the toddler, she wasn't going to be contained. She was going to be running around everywhere, right? So I was daddy ducking her the whole the whole day, just kind of following her around to make sure that she didn't kill herself or someone else, right? Because that's what toddlers are, are always trying to do. Uh. And uh, mom mom shows up, so I'm like, hey, you know, mommy, you know, you take a turn, uh, you know, following the kid around. And that was funny to watch because my mom's like 90, right? Trying to keep up with the toddler who knows how to run now. Oh. So that was something to watch. I wish I well, I could have taken a picture with my phone. So mom was on her best behavior. I was, I was too busy eating. And by the way, they had moto. I hate moto. 
Uh, all right, dude, later. Hey, take it easy. Yeah, mom's mom's been all right lately. I, I would I would complain. They went up to North Carolina to check on the driveway. Finally, the house has a uh, a concrete wall to hold the driveway up to keep it from washing out every year like it always did. Because I already told that story on the air. How yeah. I almost went spilling down the mountain into the pond with the whole family in the car. or Well, me and the wife, anyway. The kid uh, didn't go up that year. Because the driveway had halfway washed out and mom didn't tell me. So we're backing down in the middle of the night in the rain. And uh, and the Camry, and thank God, it got high-centered. As it was sliding sideways off the driveway, it caught, the middle of it caught. And that's the only reason that we weren't, uh, you know, going for a swim in the pond in the middle of the night. QIM, hello. Hello. All right. Fair enough. Fax machine. Don't get those calls too often. You know, I'm going to start the Mac spot right now because, well, we have to take the breaks earlier, and I want to spend a long time talking about these guys because they're just such nice guys over there at the Mac Center on commercial. It's Mac Center, all one word, although they capitalize center. And I just I want to tell you about what a nice place this is. And, yeah, this is coming from me, uh, a former Apple-phobe. It's finally coming together where everybody's compromising so you can use the same programs that you were using before, like they have Adobe, they have the Microsoft Works, they have Excel, Word, all of the programs that you're used to using now. And they also use Internet Explorer if you want to, but they have their own thing, Safari, where you're not plagued by all these pop-ups and spam and all these other things that are all written for, uh, for PCs. If you want to avoid all that really quick and easy, there you go. I was shocked to find out that I can actually use my two-button mouse because i got a nifty wireless mouse. Look at it. It's right here. I see you. Here it is. It's nice. Well, the audience doesn't, you know, they think I might be making all this up. I brought up my own wireless mouse to play with the PowerBook G4 that they let me play with, and right-click works exactly the way that right-click should. It opens up the little window so that you can cut and paste and everything like that. Because I was under a lot of misconceptions. I was thinking that these are just alien devices. Not to mention the fact that they have all of the other associated Mac products there that you've heard about, like the iPod and the iPod Mini, which is very popular. Yeah, it works with your PC. I installed the iTunes on my PC. It, it sucked my entire music library right into the iPod. I got lots of room left over. The thing's freaking 15 gigs. You can use it as an external hard drive. It reads every kind of audio file imaginable, including Wave. The what's it? Is it AAF, AAU, AA something, AA this. Yeah. It's got it all. But you have to find this place. I was making fun of them because they're located like. It looks like a park. It's one of those office parks, but it's right there off the side of the road. Just go west on commercial, west from US-1, right past 33rd Street. Make a right into the park. You can park in a nice shady area. they got nice cold AC in there. Everything is sparkling, clean, fresh, new, all kinds of crazy products for Apple, Mac, not to mention all of the full line of computers from the low end to the high end, like the PowerBook G4, which is just phenomenal. Wafer thin and, and, and big as a billboard. The screen is like cinema quality. And, of course, all of those Apple things that you've heard from the Apple heads, like the, it, nothing looks or sounds better than, than these Apples. And I, you know, i got to admit, i got to admit they had a point. You know, I admitted it before that they had a point about that. But still, my own prejudice... My own uh, backwards, closed-minded prejudice about the Apple products. So go see the guys. Go see Dave. Talk to Bruce. They've got the camera set up. They've got things set up so that you can look at it. Call them at 954-486-5500. That's 954-486-5500. Or go visit them on Commercial. It's 3343 West Commercial uh, Boulevard on the, on the north side. They know their stuff. It's not Radio Shack. They're technical people. They can answer your questions. They'll tell you exactly how to do what with what and what you need to do it at the Mac Center. 
Never been more blissful. Lemmings across America are obediently drinking the new Republican flavored Guyana Punch Kool Aid. Kool Aid, Kool Aid, tastes great. Drink your Kool Aid and obey. Oh, I'm glad I'm a Republican. I like being associated with filthy Nazi animals. Hey, if there's anything I need to know, I just pleasure myself with some Guyana Punch flavored Kool Aid and Oxy Rush. Boy, my trailer home smells pretty bad. Better drink some Kool Aid. Kool Aid, Kool. Kool-Aid tastes great. Drink your Kool-Aid and obey. I'm proud to be a Republican. Why, I wear it on my sleeve as a symbol of wealth and prestige. I believe tax cuts to the wealthy support the troops, just like Bush is good for the Jews. And fine Guyana Punch Kool-Aid refreshes the best if you miss Jim Jones and Dave Koresh. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid tastes great. Drink your Kool-Aid and obey. The Saudi Royals like Americans so much, we bought it. Now we can play with you like a little toy. Sky's the limit on what you pay for gas. And if we attack you, you'll just retaliate against somebody else. So keep watching your dumb down TV and drink your Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid. Tastes great. Drink your Kool-Aid and obey. That's it? Oh, 15 till 2, 560 QA. Hey, what time do you have? I forgot to set that clock. Well, I didn't forget it. I'm at 144. 144? Okay, I'm like 30 seconds fast because I don't want to take, um, is it Dave today? I don't want to take Dave by surprise. Yeah, well, congratulations uh, once again to Dave for uh, having the baby and the whole uh, the brisk business. We're going to have Siphon Knife Jr. Uh, convert me and circumcise me on the air one of these days. But we will have to do it for plugs because I don't actually want to pay to be converted. Right here well, on I'm the converting air? to Judaism. I don't have to pay for that, do I? QAM, hello. Hey, George. Hey, how are you? How's it going, man? Fine, how are you? It's the Road Rage Jersey guy that streams you guys. How you doing? All right. Uh, listen, uh, Harrison Ford is a great pick for uh, this, your poll there, man. And, and uh, he's winning, I'm happy to say. Uh, yeah, uh, Big Blake, time. You know, the funny thing was on, 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 on the WB last, I think it was yesterday or Saturday, they showed Blade Runner. Right. Excellent movie with Harrison Ford. No question. And uh, and a, a wonderful cast of characters because Rutger, that's when we liked Rutger. He was great. Daryl Hannah as Chris. Remember that? Yeah. And I forget the guy that played, uh, you know, the um, the Nebishi guy. Right, right. He's a great character actor. He's in a million things that I can never think of his name. Listen, man, I just want to tell you, uh, ever since I started listening to your show again on the Internet up here in Jersey, uh, you guys um, it sparked something in me that I, I registered to vote. Good. And uh, guess what happened to me? I got jury duty. Hey, <laughs> congratulations. It sucks. Yeah, right. Well, that's your civic duty. Yeah, I know. I have uh-huh. to do it. But uh, anyway, uh, th- thanks for you guys. Just thank thank you guys for being so very effing, very effing political. We love you, too. You know? All right. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. And Bye. of course, we, tr- we try to, uh, to mix it up a little bit. Like, I haven't spoken to Woody Graber uh, since our interview on Friday, but uh, I was thinking, in retrospect, I hope, uh, you know, T.D. Allman, the guy that we interviewed on the show, I hope he didn't take it the wrong way because I was kind of sticking it up a little bit. But uh, he's got to understand uh, the audience that, that we have here, and the reason that we have one is because we, tr- we try not to get all, all uh, hot and heavy, at least not for extended periods of time. We can't. You can have it one way or another. You can either have an audience or be serious. Right. You know, and if he wanted to be serious, that's fine, but you, you can't be serious in front of this audience, not this crowd. This crowd doesn't like it. They don't want it. They don't care. They don't want to be made to care. And, and you know what... That's, that is what it is. Yeah, I understand. What, what do you want to do? Say something meaningful or have a job? QAM, hello. George. Caller. Green Van Dave. Hey, Dave. How you doing, man? What's up, brother? CD would have sat... Yeah. CD would have sat with you guys till the end of the show on Friday, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine. 
He he would have him, you know, because he's he. Well, first of all, he's a good guy. He he's an amazing guy. He's like adventures. I I can't wait to uh, to see his adventure book or at least the movie of his life. Um, but we can't get into serious political talk for long periods of time and expect to have anybody listening on the end of it. Yeah, they die for the dial. Hey, okay. George, did you catch Six Feet Under last night? Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? Eh, you like it it's the same, same old, just disjointed, just gratuitous stuff happening. They they don't know what they're doing. I know what they want to do, but they're not doing it. Yeah, they tried to, you know, they they were doing a little Sopranos trippiest thing in the beginning with that guy Bruno the Croak. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, George, I was watching, they were previewing the summer movies on VH1 or something, and, and hold on to your hat. Do you know they actually said that Will Smith passed up on Neo for The Matrix? Ooh. Can now, you imagine that? Who could have ruined The Matrix more than Keanu, and Will Smith would qualify? He'd say, yo, yo, let's go to Zion! No. Later, George. All right. <laughs> They had plenty of tokens in the Matrix in, in the city. Did you notice that? Zion was 50% black. Like, apparently, when uh, when the machine war started... Yeah, only and they, they knew how to survive. And they sounded the sirens. No, it was simple. They got there. They were the ones that could run. Yes. <laughs> Not to be stereotypical, but how else do you explain that really lopsided proportion of uh, dark-skinned people inside Zion? The white people were too slow. They were moving. Tasty, slow-ass, fat white folk didn't make it to the shelter before the big vault doors closed. That's a, That must be it. It's as simple as that, because you know what? You look at the Matrix world, and it's the same pasty-ass white world that we're all used to, right? Right. But then you get out of the Matrix world into the real world where humanity's left over, and everybody's black, with a few token white people scattered about here and there. And Josh saw the... Uh, the, the uh, that one segment on Animatrix, and he's going to take the DVD home, so you'll have his review tomorrow. Some of the stories are good. Some are better than others, because it's uh, all different different writers, different directors, different uh, CGI artists for uh, for each one of these little shorts. So some are really good, and some are... QAM, hello. Hi, how you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm really good. A lady. A lady, a lady, a lady. I didn't know... Excuse me. No, no. <laughs> if um, he was on your list or not, because I just tuned in. That was Rasputin. Don't mind him. Yeah, he's, he's still at it. While. Yeah. Even though he's a stiff. <laughs> oh. Oh, literally. Bada bing. Um, <laughs> is Sylvester Stallone on your list? Yes, he is. How's he doing? Uh, absolutely. I like him. You like him? I, I you know, to... no. I, I just don't like him personally. He did all right in certain movies, and I'm. Oh, it's refreshing. Here we go. Okay. Sylvester has four votes. Oh, that's Not it? doing so well. Yeah, and he's been on there a long time. Oh, okay. What about Christopher Lambert? We could put Christopher oh, Lambert okay. on there. How did we forget him all this while? The oh. uh, from uh, what Highlander, the head chopping movie. There you go, Highlander. Highlander. Okay, those uh, were dude. those were my favorites. All right. Have a really nice day. And uh, he did. He was in uh, Tarzan, right? And he was Tarzan, right? He was a great Tarzan. Yeah, he best was Tarzan he was, ever. He was okay. Great Stoke. That, that was the best Tarzan movie, I thought, if you ask me. It was. It was good. It was. It was very deep. It was I a thought. good story. It was deep. It was about the. It was more the story as opposed to Tarzan just kicking. Just swinging around the tree right. for and kind of like trying to get his act together. You know. Well, thanks for calling and perking me up. Okay. All right. <laughs> Nine till two on five sixty QAM. The freaking crap is Ron and Ron. What can be more fun than gathering around the TV and watching Fear Factor with the family? Playing Fear Factor with the new Fear Factor Play at Home game. Challenge your friends and family members to do dangerous and disgusting stunts, just like they do on Fear Factor. Okay, Melissa, now put this bag over your head and take a deep breath. 
<laughs> Have fun at your next get-together by pulling out Home Fear Factor when your guests suggest a little game of charades. Charades? That's for old fogies. We're playing Fear Factor. Okay, Ned, here's the deal. You stand in the middle of the street, I'll come racing towards you in the trusty Volvo, and when I get right here, you jump as high as you can, and I'll drive right under you. <laughs> Now that's entertainment. Fear Factor Home Games. Fun for the whole family. Hey, uh, someone needs to call 911. 5 till 2 on QAM. Josh made a good point during the break. That's why I played that. And that is, yeah, the Fear Factor thing with the food. It, uh, it doesn't belong. It doesn't fit. That could be a different show called Eat This or the gross factor. Exactly. The gross out factor. That, that would be fun. Just keep it with stunts, especially those stunts where the girls' bikini bottoms go flying off because exactly. they're getting dragged behind a speedboat going 100 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> what what shred of clothes could possibly stay on them? You've seen those, right? I have. But the uh, Yeah, yeah. Or things with helicopters because that's always fun. Yeah, any any stunt, because that's what they're doing. Right, stunts. Stunts. That's stunts. cool to watch. Forget like, the yeah, bug whatever. thing. It's a totally different... It's a gross-out factor. It's not even in the same category. Yeah, it's just... And, and for that matter, while we're on that, same thing goes for Survivor and all these other ones. Stop making them eat gross things. Who's, uh, whose idea was that? 5670560 in Dade and Broward Pound 560 is free if you have Verizon Wireless. 877-785-6345 is toll-free everywhere else. QAM, hello. Yes. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, no, I wanted to uh, talk to uh, George. And so you are. Oh, okay. Uh, you were talking about the French actor Jean Reno earlier? Yes. Is, uh, is that how you say it? Jean Reno? We were saying Jean Reno. No, it's Jean Reno. Jean Reno. Oui, oui. He was the cleaner in mm. La Femme Nikita. That's right. He was the cleaner. Les Français sont cochons. Et moi, je de chien. That's it. All right. He was in God's He was in, He was uh, the cleaner. He was, yeah, he, he, was brought, he, brought, he, just, he just had a suitcase full of acid. That's all. That's it. That's Industrial man. strength cleaner. That's it. A janitor in a suitcase. Uh, pretty much. All right. Thank you very much. All right. You take Monday. care. I thought, yeah, didn't, wasn't he in the film? Because he's in all those movies. If it's a French movie that's got guns, he has to be. I think it's in his contract. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. I didn't like that sound. I like that sound. QAM, hello. Hello, George. Hello, caller. Hey, how you doing? All right, how are you? Uh, pretty good. Hey, I just wanted to make a quick correction on you. Oh, please. Um, the uh, part we try to be very accurate. You know. <laughs> the part where you said uh, where the guy sticks his uh, his mitts in the broken glass. Yeah, the... that was actually kickboxer, not <gasps> bloodsport. Wait a minute. That's true. Oh. That was uh, Kung, Kung Lee. Is, that is was kickboxer. Kung Po. Kung Po was in Kickboxer. Oh man! And Chung Lee was the one in. Uh, Bloodsport. And now is Chung Lee the one with the packs so big? That was him. Yes, that's Chung. All right. Yeah. With those giant packs. Yes. All right. Thanks, George. Love All right, you. Thanks a lot. All right, bye. Love you too. See, we gotta have our. Yeah. We gotta clear Tom these Po up. is kickboxer. Yeah. Right. One through four. And he is. He's like the most muscular Asian man. Yeah. He's, that I've ever seen with those crazy pecs. Yeah. He's jacked. Those are like boobs. <laughs> except, except he can flex them. So you know, it's like, wow, what are those? Are those boobs? Wait, look <laughs> at this. And then he he ruffles them up. Yeah. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, George. How are you? All right. How are you? Hey man, I, uh, my old man finally took me to Wayne Arnold for the first oh, time Oh, very ever. good. That's a treat. 
All right. It was that good, huh? Wow. <laughs> I guess they're going back. QAM, hello. QAM, hello. Uh, yes, is Bruce Lee on there? Yes, he is. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, sadly, Bruce Willis is doing much better than Bruce Lee. Is that sad? Yeah. I mean, well, it's a date thing. You know, Bruce Bruce's movies didn't have the kind of budgets that we dumped into. Yeah, Bruce I mean, a Bruce Willis Lee movie is with, you know, the terrible... Uh, and it's all him. The sound. Yeah. Yeah. But still, they were classic. Right. You know, I saw them years later after the fact. I'm like, oh, boy, these were cheesy. Yeah. He's really cheesy, but Bruce could actually do that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the fact that he's the real deal. Right. Yeah. Where you say he's not hey. acting like, like Keanu. It's like, whoa, I know Kung Fu, because it's in the script. Yeah. <laughs> so, therefore, he knows... i stop those bullets coming Yeah, out. right, yeah. But Bruce was yeah. the real deal. You know that he was he Kung Fu, that was his idea for that series, and he wrote that whole thing up. I mean, he created that whole concept for himself, and then they went and gave it to David Carradine, just right out from under him after he went and did all the work on it. That was in the movie. Did you ever see the movie about his life? No, yeah, about yeah, I haven't. Yeah, that was in there. That was sad. I had no idea. No, nothing from David Carradine, because he did a great job. He was Kwai. And you know what? I don't think Bruce could have done it as well. It needed to be somebody like, uh, like old Kwai, like a half-breed, because yeah. David had that, that kind of half-breed look. Like Jim Mandich, for example. Oh, he's in the studio, right? So, like, let's not say anything like that about Jim. We can talk about Hank, because he's at Chula Steak 2, and he's on at 4 right after the Mad Dog, who's up next. Orlando Alzagari at 7, Eddie Kay at 10, and uh, and that's it. We're done. Wait, are we done yet? Because I'm 30 seconds fast. We're done here. Are you sure? Because I'm fast. Is Dave, Dave, are you ready out there? You're done. All right. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Yes.